Respectfully. Yo, what's going on? This is Ori Styler. Oh, you're there. Shame. <laughs> what's going on? This is Ori Styler, the Respectfully podcast. Uh, in the building with me is Charge. As always, Charge, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm hot right now, bro. <laughs> this has got too many bodies in the studio right now, but I too appreciate many bodies. <laughs> too many of the lads in here. We got Mick Damiano, who's back. Well, go on, Mick. Back again. Back again Pleasure to cause more trouble. And D Malice, who's been back, but not for recently, back from the last time we did the pod, which was over a year ago. What's nice. good? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. Thank Look how you he's, see how he's talking now. This is why I don't like him, you know. <laughs> you heard all the smoke he was doing all earlier on, yeah? They're talking it was doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm the man in the building. Yeah, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about things, yeah? And then, oh, yeah. I'm Camera, right, lights, right, action. Yeah, yeah. Man's in character now. Yeah, you are an idiot, is what you are, bro. <laughs> Come on. I would, listen, I will light up these guys, you know. They like to act like the Bravio, the, what was it? Bravo, Bravo, what's it called? Bravado. Bravado is guys ever. And now. What does that mean? Bravado. Bravado. Bravado is like when. When you got lads who got bravado, they're the lads who are kind of being like, yeah, I'm here, what, big lad here, gym guy, I, that kind of bravado. I don't need to be like that. You do. I can be like subtle and be like that. You never are yeah. subtle with it, that's the thing. You're not, why are you pretending to be subtle now? The camera's is, on him now. This that's is what I'm saying. Let me warm up. Nah, let me warm up. I'm guys. drinking your coffee, bro. I'm enjoying your coffee. I'm sipping I appreciate you enjoying the coffee. But so it's nice. I'm but a minute ago. Coffee, yeah, yeah. I, was, I had the first sip. It was like a bit. Okay, and you're not enjoying it? I'm not enjoying the coffee. I'm drinking it. Compliment. All right. One, you are from a place where they produce some of the best coffee in the world. Thank you. Right. So that, yeah. I'm not going to compete. That's like you. That's like you bringing me jerk chicken, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm not enjoying this. But you know that I come from a place where jerk chicken is common ground. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. So my little instant coffee doesn't meet your espresso machine in your house. I'm sorry. I do feel like I'm going to spill it though, because every time I go grab my coffee, there's mics in the way. So I'm just. All right. Please apologize now if I spill the coffee. Now nah, you're not going to spill it though, because you've got you. The sofa, the mic, the table, and yeah. the carpet to hit. And I would rather you just hit you, if anything. Can you do that? I am a small target, so I might miss. <laughs> I might this is, miss. Do you know what I love about you being on the pod again now? Malice is, you're what, six foot or five, 11? Five, 11. Five, 11. So me and you, same height, right? Yeah. Now people can see what size Mick is. Because before on the- no, I'm on sitting the, down. And he's got shoes on. I've got my shoes off. I still be talking. We're, 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 we're sitting down. So I don't think the shoes But what I'm saying is the last time we did the pod and Mick was on here, I had a couple of people going, right, he's kind of big still. And I'm like, you lot have no idea how he matches on that sofa. Because they would look at one camera and they'd see only you. But now you're next to Malice. They're going to be like, oh, it's Good camera drinks. come in small packages. You love to like bat for your boy. I noticed this. My boy, bro. Thank you. I respect this. You do. I respect this. One little, I do one little comment on barbering on my social media. This guy goes to defend Mick. And I'm not even shooting at Mick, you know. This guy is literally the defender. Yeah. Like, that's what real friends are about, though. Real friends are the ones that defend you behind I your back, disagree. but chat shit to you to your face. Yeah, oh, no, I, I agree with that bit. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't think, if your friends are your real friends, if you are, like, let's say you are, I was talking, that clip I was talking about, though, he jumped in in your defense. I was, yeah. I was taking a Mick out of barbers, right? Yeah. And I was saying how barbers, you lot are acting to celebrity and superstar. Not we me, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he's worked for it. Did you just say not me? Yeah, yeah but he's worked for it, though, wasn't he? Look, he defended you no, again no, right no, now. I'm just saying, like, just being honest, like, if you've worked and grafted for like 20 years, that. yeah, you respectfully earned it. Yeah, I don't okay. need to act. <laughs> he tried to throw <laughs> that's, that's not how you use respectfully on this podcast. But I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I get that. But I was shooting at barbers that like to act like celebrities. You book an appointment with them, but they get like a bigger booking for like oh, double, oh, triple. Oh, the, the whole pricing where it's yeah, like 500 pounds for Not just the pricing, but when they cancel, let's say I booked him with Mick yeah. uh, on a, a Tuesday, five o'clock, but then some celebrity calls him, yeah, I need to cut you. He, he did do that to me once. So, and you're defending him? No, but I was like, bruv, I need that cut because I'm, I'm DJing tomorrow. Okay. And then what did he do? 
I'm gonna have to do the celebrity, you know? No, he still cut me. I'm the celebrity. Oh, you're the celebrity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you wish. Is that what happened or is he just making this up now? I can't remember. Probably. It probably did happen. I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't remember. If that's what happened, then calm. What I'm saying is the people that will cancel you go, yo, Mike G, listen, sorry about that. Uh, I got another booking. I got to cancel my bookings for the day. I got to go to this person's house and cut their hair and it's like five bills. I hear when people are like, yeah, you got to get your money. But for your customer retention, if I know you can cancel me at any time, yeah. I'm not coming back. But what I would do though, if I were to cancel, yeah. if I were to cancel, I would give you a free trim next time. I respect that. That because I can respect. Yeah, I but what if it's my wedding day tomorrow and you just cancelled on me like that? Yeah, that's mad. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I would no, I would know that. Okay. I would know that for any And you customer, wouldn't go anywhere, just saying. I so wouldn't go anywhere you, where? You wouldn't go anywhere to another barber. I 100% would. He 100% would. Oh, no, he would, yeah. <laughs> he no, knows no, I would. No, You're no, saying no. I wouldn't. I, I know I wouldn't. I know he Because no one can cut my hair. Okay. Mick, would I go to another barber you that I respect? Barber the other day. Oh, right. That's nah, it was the same barber in your shop, bro. That's different. <laughs> Still went to you couldn't barber. cut my hair. You were busy and I needed the cut. Does it feel like you're cheating on me though? When I'm right when in front it's of in, you? When it's in your shop? Yeah. No, you hired them. So as far as I'm concerned, you trust but them. I keep seeing you look for an approval every time you're like, yo, Mick, is my hairline right? Is my beard all right? I never look at you for approval. <laughs> the only thing I look for at the beginning is when you try to, when you like look at me at the beginning, of a cut when you're cutting me and you go, what are we doing now? And then you suggest what should be good. I can't relay that to the next barber in your shop. So I always ask you, yo bro, what is it that you did to me last time? Oh, it was a fade number one on the side or whatever it is. And you'll tell him that and then he'll do it. That's the only time I, I Jordan ask you. Jordan doesn't have any consultation though. He just cuts. Like I've never seen a That's barber. Why. You sit in the chair. He won't even, even if it's a new customer, yeah. he just starts cutting. It's like, not he's even clear, asking what he wants. He's or clear boy. He like, knows what's going on. He sits in a chair and he's just... He's he's no man he knows what you want. He knows what you want. But in case he doesn't, that's why I ask you, I tell him tell him what it is, please. Just, so, just to be safe. My, 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 a new customer came in the other day and he was like, the usual. He's like, I've not been here before, bro. Like, just <laughs> ask him. I can make him say because he's, right, he's, he's, he's proper chilled. He's such a chilled guy. And he's just like, yeah, bam. Is that what he does for real? Yeah. I never hear him talk, but he's a great barber. Oh, he's a sick barber. Loyal as they come. So yeah, loyal is important to you, isn't it? But we're not here to talk about barbering again, are we? No, we're not. We're not. But I just want to talk about how your man them defend you. And the reason I say that defending your guy is cool, but it depends on how, what they're defending you on. That's where I'm like, if you're your real friend, maybe not to other people, but your real friend should be able to jump up to you and say, bruv, what you did there was shady, it was shitty or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would do that. You would do that? Yeah, 100%. It never feels in, like you would. It feels like no matter what mates, he does, If any of my mates were in the wrong, so I'd stay friends with him. If, <laughs> He's an ego boost, <laughs> isn't it? Nah, yeah, if any of my mates were in the wrong, I would address it. Like, I'd just be like, yo, bro. All right, when's the last time you told Mick that he did something wrong? Ooh. Last Saturday. I don't think he's actually ever, well, not in my presence. Do you see? Nah, no, I'm just trying to think. I've known him, what, 20 trudge, years? Trudge, 20 years, he's never known him to do something wrong in his presence. Nah, 20 nah, years. Nah. That is Are you like, he just disappears when we go out and I'm like, bruv, where you gone? Like, literally without telling anyone, he could be dead. <laughs> like, if I we go out to the lads, right? This is the only goodbye, thing that- You like, just go, innit? Yeah, he just okay. disappears. So just go, ask his brother, yo, where's Mick? Mm. Ask my brother, where's, where's Mick going? Mm. And you just see him just wandering around and he's like dancing by himself. Last time we went out, I stayed. No, actually last time he was well-behaved to be. Where did you not go? And why wasn't I invited? Let's go into that. It was it was his birthday. His brother's birthday. Oh my God. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? True say I don't even know his brother like that. But even still. And it was my birthday. But you were in Egypt or something sitting on a boat, bro. Was this recently? Yeah. I was, but I, I still would have liked the invite. I like 
No, why? Why am I going to invite you when I know you're not in the country? I invite people who. That's a waste of energy. Things. Wait, you invite people what? That invite me to things. Yeah, I invite you lot to things. Wait, podcast. What? What, are you mean, talking about? Are you my, what do you mean? This is my space, bro. You think anyone gets to see this? I uh, know. I, I like coming in. Thank gonna, you very uh, much. Invite do. me to one of your Go on. shows or something. Mick, you got to buy a ticket. Go I'll buy a ticket. Thank you very much. I'll buy a ticket. I don't mind giving a man them tickets. I can't be bothered to kill, click on the link and do all that. It's all right. just long. Isn't it? That's you. Then. That's why I want to pay you cash. The last all time, right. last time I went to Ori's show, I got abused by you. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone was shouting in the audience. Can, do you want to tell the story? Or should I say you can tell the story? Right. But yeah, someone. Just, I got the blame. <laughs> For someone heckling. Oh, I, I you I heard about this. this? Yes, 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 and yes. It wasn't yes. me. All right, I'll, apparently, everyone thought it was me because he kept saying it was me on stage. No, <laughs> it wasn't just you. The fact that everyone thought it was you because I thought it was you. Other people around related it to you because that's where you were sitting. But the guy was sitting next to you, wasn't he? It Did was, you know him at the time? It's like who Mick? Yeah, yeah, oh, I know okay. Mick from before I moved up here. Right, right. All right, right. So this is how it worked. Yeah. I'm at my show. Now, this is one in Quarry Fear, yeah. right? It's one of my tour shows. It's a show where I got to take you on a ride. You remember the material, yeah. right? It's deep. So some bits, you can't just jump in and go, hey, Ori, stand up, what you say from the back of the show. I'm begging to do that. Now, you do that, brother, I will smoke your boots. Yeah, it would, headlock. Bro, my fingers I'm not even joking. If you think I'm I a big guy- I tell Wani to play crap music. You could try, but she won't. That's the I'm thing. Gonna, on her name, you think you could tell her to make herself I'll look bad? I'll just jack a USB or something. Say again? I'll just jack a USB or something. You could try. I'll you just... could try. You think I could? You think I would? I'm not gonna album? get her to play Andre 3000's new album at your thing. All right, that's calm though. But watch this. You think? You think I will bust your head open for messing her up with my work? Shout out to my my yeah. dog, the CJ. Yeah, you, I beg. Go on, interrupt her when she's DJing and see you don't get clotted that day. Nah, she loves me too much, man. She will bust your head open. Nah, you think that's, that's my sister. That's my She'll sister. She'll probably look at me like- She'll bust your head you open. Your waist, man? And she should, if you go up to her deck and then take fair, her USB, I, I would be the bust same. your head yeah, open, thank you. All right, right, so what happened was, we're at the show. <laughs> I'm doing the bits where it's like deep. It's talking about mental health and talking about all the stuff that we've been through and so on. It's a nice little journey and so on, right? No, but I made it funny. Did I make it funny? Did I make it funny? Yeah, you made mental health a joke. No, I made it funny. Did I not make it funny? <laughs> go on, you can say it, you can try it. Go no, on. it was funny. Mr. Yeah. Narratives, go on. No, it was. All right, then there I, you go. I was enjoying the show. It was very All right, so midway through, before oh, I even get to the bits, which are quite deep, all I hear at the back is some guy going, hey, man, like, Uri style, huh? Uri. <laughs> Uri style, because he's drunk, innit? But it's not Mick, oh. right? So I'll tell you who isn't it. You might know it straight away in a minute. But it's not Mick, but everyone's pointing towards a direction where Mick is sitting. And people think it's him. And because of the way they're shouting, I think someone said, yo, like you need a haircut or something like that. In my head, I was like, it's the barbers, right? Oh, and they came as a crew, oh. right? It was three of you. Two. It was only two of you. I yeah. think I know who it was. You know straight away who yeah. it was, right? And you don't want to name names, no, I can't right? I can. It was Whoa. Sam. And I, thought, <laughs> and I thought it was Mick. Because Mick, they were all, people were saying Mick was making up noise. I knew it was at least one of the barbers. And then when I spoke to people, they're like, right, man, Mick was taking a piss and all of that. I'm like, oh, it was Mick, brother. I was fuming, but with a smile on my face. I saw Mick. I came up to say, yo, what are you saying, my guy? And I said, yo, so you're going to come and interrupt my shot? I had him in a headlock like this. It wasn't as nice as how he made it. No, no. He, how I spoke even, was. He didn't even ask me, was no, it you? He just went for me. Of course. Because everyone told me it was you. Yeah, see. Did he gain any followers on Instagram or anything? What, yeah. What's that got to do with the price <laughs> of bread? Get, like, <laughs> no. What's wrong with this guy? Did get, like, on social media, everything's on social media. I, I didn't want it filmed. No, I went up to no, him no. directly. And I was That's like, what about Oh, no, he filmed it, though. I saw Mick, right? And I came up to him straight away and I'm like, oh, so you're making up all these mushrooms? Headlocked him. Because in my head, I said it on stage, right? If you're going to come to where I work and mess you up, I'll go to where you are and try to mess you up. That's fair game, right? When Mick told me it wasn't even meet him, I was like, my bad. All right, cool. I came off of him. 
he, and it was Sam. Sam was then, and this is Liberty, Sam was filming me headlocking Mick. And he's in the background. He's doing, you know, like Sam, if you see your socials, he likes to show himself and stuff. He's always like this, right? And Mick's behind the headlock, me holding my headlock. He's like, we're out here and stuff. <laughs> what we say? Like, when I saw him back, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, that is a piss take. Cause it was him making the noise. So I get off Mick, I did apologize. I did apologize. Okay, I got off Mick, cause right now I'm frustrated. It's an hour of my show, people are interrupting like every 10 minutes and it's Sam. I got to Sam, grab his hand. So, so it was you, yeah? And it was like, he's, he's kind of like tipsy or drunk. It was you interrupting the show. Brother, this is what I did. I'm gonna do it to you properly, but this is what I did. Give me a hand. So, oh, what are you saying? It was you interrupting the show. Pull your hand back, right? Like, Bruv, I never let go of his hand. But this is the thing. I'm like, you size my hands, I know I can do them. I squeezed and gripped. And he's just like, bro, he was he was ready to start barley. Can't trim, man. Bro, the man <laughs> messaged me later on, bro, I think you broke my finger. I said, that's exactly what I've been trying to do. Now you cut hair. That's how I felt. <laughs> cut hair like that. Bro, I, listen, I don't get angry or upset or aggressive. I don't heckle. I won't heckle. You can if you want. Nah. You can. But my thing is, one heckle's fine. But when you know me Continuous. and you're my brother, he was, bro, at the shop, I go to Damiano. So it would always be either Mick, it'd be Sam, or it was Jordan. Someone would cut my hair. But these are my guys. I'm not going to interrupt you when you're cutting someone's hair. Yeah, don't come to my show yeah, and interrupt the whole show. Because people sitting around you have paid tickets as well. Yeah, All real. of them that are sitting, like the row behind you, the row before, and it was a full house. So it's not like Sam's sitting there on his ones and there's people down the bottom, so it's not right in his ear. He's right there and there's mm. people around him that are like, come on, man, shut up. So for me, it threw me off and I'm down at the bottom. Have you been in Quarry Feet? I'm not, no, I've not been in this. All right, no, so no. it's got the, the stool's bit at the bottom. Yeah. It's got the circle at the top. You know what's at the top of the circle, isn't it? Mm. Right? So you can imagine everyone down here can hear and you're then up the top here and he's up the top shouting. So if I can hear clear and it's disrupting, imagine everybody Everyone that's hearing it over. Mad. As soon as that happens, I'm like, look, I gotta be nice, but I really wanna bust your head open, right? Out of love, not bust your head open. That sounds bad, isn't it? Out of love, bust your head open to let you know, like you would do with your brother or your cousin or whatsoever. Yeah, it must be off-putting though. You yeah, know? you can deal with heckles and stuff like that, but when it's continuously- Yeah, this is it. Imagine, imagine you're cutting hair and I go up to you and I'm, sh and I'm shaking your shoulder. Yo, my guy, what are you saying? You know shaking what? I, no, I didn't. One time I was doing a hair show. As you all know, I do hair shows up on stage and I educate. And mm. a lady was drunk in the front row. And um, she just kept shouting and shouting. And, and yeah. I was meant to do a design, a pattern. And I was like, yeah, with freestyle designs, you can't mess up. And she was shouting, yes, she can. Mm. Yes, she can. And I was trying to ignore it. And I was like, yeah, okay. And it was like, yes, she can. And she was getting really mad. And I brought up to her, okay, well, I'm going to bring her on stage and embarrass yeah. this woman now. I had no plan. I what the hell I was actually doing. I was like, okay, then come up, come up on stage and mess up this haircut then. She was like, what? And I was like, oh shit, what did I just do? Even my boss looked at me and went, what did you just do? Mm. There's hundreds of people watching. I've just got this drunk woman that I've invited on stage to mess up this guy's haircut yeah. just to prove a point. That's it. And she did. She grabbed the clippers. I was like, go on then. Put oh, some... she, she actually No, because I wanted to. I was like, go on then, mess up her hair because I wanted to prove a point. So I was like, put some patches in his hair then. I'll turn it into something. I'm so glad she didn't go on top of the hair. <laughs> she went to the side. She went to the side and I thought, I'm so glad I did that. Can you imagine if she just starts fucking up the top? And I was just like, oh Cause my. you know what you can work with it yeah. again, innit? And I think I've done it with you before as a model. And I've actually said to someone on stage, like put some patches yeah, in your hair. I think yes. And I turn it into a pattern and I actually make it into something. And yeah. My gosh, so. look at that scene. But yeah, I remember that. Okay. She was pissing I'm me like off like so much. Indian, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. You put patches in my hair, I'm a Apache Indian. Malice, that is 
<laughs> like, I don't want to like it, but that was funny. I can't lie, the timing was good. But yeah, so you, she messed it up, but you made it work. Yeah. Uh, but it was yeah. I can I remember that feeling. I felt really annoyed. I was felt pissed off, and I thought I need to do something here, and I, mm. I need to acknowledge it because it's too loud. You know when you try and ignore something, you think yeah, it's still yeah. there. I need to acknowledge that. And that's I get it. I fully get that. And I I said it on the stage when I was down there. That like don't worry, I'll do one or two things. I just won't go to the shop again, or mm. I have to come there and mess you up at work mm. or somehow. I said it on the stage. And my thing, that's retribution. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you want to say go on say nah, what you want nah, to say. Nah. I was I was just no. Nah. <laughs> you were going to go personal into the person I'm talking about, weren't you? No, we don't talk about that guy. No, cool. I will. Rags, the man is a <laughs> piss taker. You don't come to someone's show and then be drunk and then heckle all the way through. And then once you've heckled all the way through afterwards, try it. When I'm, when I'm headlocking the wrong man, you're there filming. Yeah, yeah we're that's mad. That's That was... Listen, when I saw that, I was like, you are taking a mick. Real friends so don't do that, innit? I actually walked off and when I went to the toilet, I actually stood at the back because I was got I was actually getting embarrassed myself. And you know yeah, me, nah. I don't get embarrassed. Oh, myself. I thought you meant by my headlock. I'm sorry. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, listen, I got some, it's not aggression. For me, it's like, if I'm messing with if I, like my my boys, it's yeah, the man them, yeah, innit? Yeah. I'll rib you a little bit if you're going to yeah, rib yeah, me. Yeah. If you try to embarrass me, I'll try to embarrass you back, yeah, right? 100%. So it was, in, it was like, I was trying to do it out of love like that, but... When I realized who it really was, oh, I, I was vexed. I really wanted to, I was vexed. You can't mess up the show like that. So my apologies. Don't worry, you won't be coming again. with us when we come next year. No, but you sound like you want to heckle. Brother, don't heckle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Are you coming to the tour next year? Yeah, 100%. You've been invited. Do you hear that? I invited you, yeah? You heard me clearly when I said that just now. I still buy the That's weird, though. You inv- that's like asking a girl out for a date. And getting her to pay. Yeah. That's why I don't invite people to shows. Now, You're invited, oh, okay, but you have to pay. But I'll throw, right. right, so I'll throw tickets That's to like people. me inviting so many people for haircuts. You want to get a haircut today? And then, haircut. exactly, and then you, More yeah. money in your pocket, innit? But I'll throw, I'll throw tickets to people when it's like my show that I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Because this is, so, I mean, I could do it in this way, I guess, by contacting, because Live Nation are producing the tour. So I could contact them and say, look, I need some tickets. And I can do that. I'm more than happy to do that for my guys. Mm. But what I often but find your happens- guys should be paying. But this is what I'm saying. Brother. Yeah, 100%. Bro, I was going to get to that as a second point, right? My mum always told me, right? And my mum can go to anything for free. She made me. She always turn around and say, no, no, no. Send me the link I want to okay. support. Mm. Yeah. She, if she does that, there are people that are not as close as my mum that if I don't feel like really and truly I should be throwing free tickets to you and they ask, well, but come on, it's me, blood. I'm like, look, my mum said everyone should pay. She's clever because she knows she's going to get that money back though. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, yeah, <laughs> facts. She might, she might, she might, she, sure. she'll do it. She'll buy tickets for her and maybe three of her friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it's her birthday, I'm taking her yeah, up for a exactly. meal and it's like 10 times the tickets. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. I don't mind, but my boys, if I say to them, look, I got a show on and I just throw you tickets. Normally when I do that is when I know that one, I kind of want them to come out because it's that kind of vibe of a show. Yeah. Like one in Bedford, I would say, yo, all you lot come out because it's the mandem that I see. Yeah, yeah. And it's just nice if we all show face in one place, right? Because there's like a community that has kind of developed from that. But if it's a show also that I know that the tickets are not going to sell out, then it's easy for me to go, yo, I've got 10 tickets, take them. I just want people to come and enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But if I know I give you 10 tickets and there's people outside that are customers that would want to buy them. And now that I've given you 10, that's 10 they can't get. Mm-hmm. I might be less inclined to go, yeah, here's some free tickets. I might get, catch you on the next one, but that's somebody else who was willing to pay. That right. I'm like, I give it to you for free. And you might not even turn up. I'm getting it. I'm playing first time in Bedford after God knows how many years. Yeah. And people are like, yo, yo, can you hook me up? Can you hook me up? And now you're the ticket man, isn't it? It's so long. No. I get, so I get people asking me. You're paying. I get people asking me that I don't even know. 
asking for discounts. Yeah, that's and that's why I don't that's even know mad. them. That's why the amount of people because obviously I work for Wild, so I get a lot of big discount from Wild when I get clippers. I don't sell clippers. Oh, like but like other barbers. Other barbers be messaging me. Oh. Like I, I don't even know people that I don't even follow, mm. and they'll get people messaging me. Yo, bro, can you give me, can you hook me up with these new trimmers? Can you hook me up with the new release? And I'm like, I don't even know you. Do you you're asking me. Is there a camaraderie though with barbers where they almost feel like because we're in the same field? Because comedians have that, and I think DJs do as well. Where if let's say a DJ that you even if you don't. Brother, I'm the tightest DJ. When people <laughs> ask me for music, yeah, they're like, yo, bro, can you send me that? Respectfully, we know why you're tight though. Go on, say it. It's because I'm Indian. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Before anyone looks at me slightly, before anyone looks at me sideways, this brother says it all the time. All right? That's not I'm, me I'm picking it out. Punjabi. It's what he says. I'm Punjabi. Okay, is that, is that who's tight? Yeah, I'm Punjabi. Okay, cool. All right. But is that who's tight? I don't know who's tight. Uh, we're all tight, innit? You're all tight. Okay. So I know rich. Okay. This guy's an idiot, you know that. All right, cool, you're all tight. So, all right, for comedians, a lot, like a comedian that I know is a comedian, if me and him that I have a relationship, it could be someone that I've seen on socials. Uh, they might see me, we haven't connected ever, but we know each other are comedians. He can hit me up and say, can I come to the show? Because he has, there'll be a certain etiquette. He's not getting a seat. You stand somewhere. Just It could be even in the green room where you could just liaise with other comedians. It's almost like a social mm. element to it. So come to the green room, you can watch from the side of the stage or you can watch from the back, but you don't get a seat. I can often do that mm. for other comics, mm. right? So if they hit me up, I'm more than happy for them to go, yeah, I'm coming down. I'm like, yo, bro, if it's you, you're a comic, come down, come and just chill. Yeah. Don't Do barbers have that etiquette? I think there's more love in... in- Comedians, or there's no love. I'm telling you, between each other. No, but you respect <laughs> each other more. There's a jealousy, hatred. Oh, no, I think it's in all industries. To, to be fair, jealousy in all industries. Ego in all industries is like yeah. a bit of jealousy and all that. You're gonna get it in no matter what industry you're in. Okay. Especially mm. if you're successful, you're always gonna get the hate, aren't you? You're yes. always gonna get people like, no, you mean this is like big man. But so you, all right, for DJs though, I I know it is. From what I remember, a DJ will be slapping it up in a club and another DJ will be in the back and they'll all criticize. Right. He's all right. Why are you playing that tune that early, bruv? Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> or they'll say, or they'll, or they'll stand by your deck to go and look and say, right, what, what remix is that? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. common thing oh, for no, DJs, he's, isn't he's it? Like, yo, you're clanging. Oh, yeah, but what, yo, yo, what tune is that, bro? Yeah, they'll do all of that, right? For <laughs> comics, <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> thing. Trudge is a comic. So you only met Trudge today. He's a comedian as well, right? Try to be. I don't know why he puts stuff down. He's a comedian. Yeah, and guy. he puts on comedy shows. So he's he's seen both sides. Me and him are very similar in terms of we both understand putting on shows. Yeah, yeah. And we both understand being on the show. When you're a comedian and you see another comedian killing it, what happens is you you watch them and then you watch the crowd. And then you might watch them again. And then you might it might stand to the side, you know, like a wall, but you're like looking over the wall like that. Yeah. Just yeah, watching yeah. from the side of the rafters and stuff, right? And you'll see them killing it. You won't laugh, but you have to acknowledge that the jokes are funny. So when they come off afterwards, you're like, no, that that was sick, bro. But inside you're like, bro, man, the guy ate up all the laughter. Now what am I going to do? That's what a lot of comics do. Have you ever had someone use one of your jokes? Yes. And you watched it and you're sitting there thinking, are you serious? You've just used my line that I'm going to be doing next show. Uh, So, all right. It's a good question. When I see comics use other people's material... Oh, it's, it's they dangerous change it slightly to make it their well, own. They'll but do that, or some might just go straight in. Yeah, I. It happens so often that, like, especially now in the era that we're in, you get a lot of the TikTok era of people that remember. Culturally, we're in an era where jokes are thrown up so quickly mm. that 
it's almost like the value of a joke to some of the new guys is lesser than it is to some of the old heads who the only time they get to deliver that joke is when people pay to see it. Now it's contents online. Plus TikTok and Insta have this remixing content yeah, yeah. ideology where someone puts up something and then they'll remix it. So it gets reposted and they can get the credit for the repost, even though it wasn't originally their content. And people do clips where someone's done an audio, they've act out over mm. the audio and you get someone who does a joke. It could be like, um, I remember that poison joke thing where you prepare poison for someone they and do that and they stir it and they go like that and then they all pass out. I saw about 30, 40 people doing that on TikTok. That originally came from when Mr. Bean did that with, um, what's his name? John, um, uh, John Cleese, right? That's an old joke, but people are doing it on TikTok loads and loads of times. Culturally now, it's almost become acceptable to repurpose people's material. That's what's been desensitized. There's no originality nowadays. This is it. But then now when you seep it over into comedy, mm. what tends to happen is, is you get some of the people go, well, it's a bit that I can make better myself and they rejig. I do my absolute best to stay away from doing something which is like similar to somebody else. Doesn't, it's not always going to happen though. Mm. For example, I'm, my family are all from the Caribbean, Jamaica, and I got to talk about stuff as a Jamaican first generation British person. Somebody else is going to have the same experiences. Mm. They may talk about something. I might talk about something and it's going to look similar. We're not copying each other. We're talking about our experiences. Mm. That in itself, that's just how that happens. That's happenstance. But what I don't want to do is see someone do a bit and go, I can make that bit better. I never want to do that mm, mm. because one, you're taking someone else's livelihood yeah. and two, Pete, it's not authentic to you. If you've written something authentic to you, even if it's similar to someone else, it's still authentic to you. Like for example, I used to get beat by a, with a belt when I was a kid. Mm. Someone else got beat I by got a belt. Beat when by I was a salami. <laughs> we, so belts, nothing. I remember you saying this, and I remember saying, "So you got, so your dad, <laughs> yeah. so your dad beat his meat on you." <laughs> yeah. Your dad yeah. picked up salami, so effectively he beat his meat yeah. on you. Is what you're telling me. Mr. D, <laughs> I'm gonna have to see him at the shop at some point. Pretty much, yeah. Mr. D, so belts are nothing I'm compared sorry. to a massive. Never gonna have salami again. Hard <laughs> salami. One of them ones have been up up in like the loft for years. You know, yes. the massive ones. Like, yeah. So your dad beat his big meat on you as punishment, is what you're telling me. Yeah. You've been a bad boy, Mick. <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't even be. Oh, you mentioned Mr. Bean. Can can I talk about Mr. Bean? Wait, well, let me finish. Let me before you do that. Let me just finish about what you said about the copy material stuff. It happens. Has people taken stuff that I've done? Yes. Has people repurposed stuff that I've done? Yes. But also two things that I think about that. Sometimes I do believe that some people are talking from an angle that looks similar to mine and they may not even realize that it might be similar to mine. So I'm not arrogant enough to go, you took that from me. Mm. It's kind of like it DJing could as well. Like There are some mixes like, that people you, can You know, hear. like when I'm on the lineup, but they were still playing my track. And I'm like, why are you playing my track when- That's a good point because he's got well-known tracks that he's I'm produced. I'm like, I'm on the lineup. You know, I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, stop That's, complaining. It's a compliment, though. It's a you. compliment. It's cool. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, it's it's stupid. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? Like, psh, I mean, it's cool. It's like I've going got different variations. Fat, like, so, it's fine. It's like going on before fat, before Fatboy Sim and playing right here, right now. I get that. I probably so, play like a different Bangra version. I'm joking with this. Right here, house and like mix it up and make it nice. Exactly. Um, the second thing. When it comes to material, if I feel that someone can take a joke of mine and they've made it their own, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, well done for making it your own. 
But I'll look at myself and go, bro, if you, if someone could take a joke and make it their own, you didn't make it enough of yours. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The garage joke that I did, right. Is one that I think anybody, I'll be honest, anybody could have spoken about garage. Has anyone done your joke? There's been people that have done different versions of repurposed it. And again, I don't use it. It's because it's a joke that got so popular. I can't use that. Yeah. I won't. Anybody who sees it done again, there are some people, and we won't mention names, that will go, yo, they'll look at my bit and then say someone who's much newer and say, Ori stole that from the yeah. newer guy. Yeah. And then you'll get other people on social media that jump in and go, do you see the date that this got posted? This is <laughs> nine years ago. <laughs> I don't even argue with that. I don't jump in or say nothing because I'm so far removed from that joke. Mm. And I've written so much different stuff. I've done five specials since that joke. Yeah. I've written so much different stuff. And I don't want to be the guy that's only done garage jokes. So I want to move on that if someone else is going to go in that lane and that's what people think them of, go ahead. For me, it just makes me go, all right, well, how can I write something else that I know makes it more authentic to me that no one else could write? Mm. And you're not going to get something that no one else could write until you put in the time and the hours. But if that happens, great. If it doesn't happen, at least I would have tried to do that rather than fight for something that I'll be honest, I didn't want to stick with anyway. Plus that, that, that's, that is like hundreds of millions of views. I can't, why am I fighting the little one, two people on or who comment mm. that looks like it was taken where yeah. I've got- Bigger things to the, focus on. I got, right? That's what I'm saying. The views are there yeah. from nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Do, do must, you know I mean? It must be hard for both of you as well, as a comedian and as a music artist to keep- Keeping original all the time, keeping new content all the time, new I mean, jokes all the time, yeah. new music all the time. I, I, I had like obviously... a three and a half year break because you get to a point where you're just like, oh, block. Mm. So like a reset's quite nice. And now I'm back. Yeah. Like literally I was in the studio like an hour ago, you know, like I'm literally just making music now. We spoke about that last time we was in the pod, how you were, you were like in a bit of a space where you just Mad couldn't space. do it. Yeah. I was just like, it, it got to me like, Mentally, and I feel like I'm mentally strong, but music's such a release for me. And yeah. I, when I'm in the studio, it literally is, you know, and they say, oh, music's like a drug, and it it actually is, mm. you know, it actually affects, you know, what you listen to it. I feel like, I actually posted this on Instagram today, mm. like what you listen to can affect your mood and oh, the fact. way you feel. Exactly. Fact. And I- Is this why all the so many youngsters are out there like just beating and stabbing people around now? Because the music's so hard and aggressive. I feel like the music- I, Yeah, the, the music, the music always needs to be happy. I don't understand why people okay. listen to hard, aggressive- I'm not, I can't- It, it depends what you've yeah. been exposed to I'll, as well. I'll because like, well. I've been exposed to, I've been exposed to everything, you know, like Motown, Indian music, reggae, mm. everything. And now- Italian tarandellas, do you listen to that? Itali yeah, 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 Italian music, obviously. Um, Italian music? Yeah. Tarandellas. Yeah, Tarandellas. I don't know that. It just makes me want to eat we pizza. One? We'll play one later. Play, yeah, show me later as well. <laughs> How does it go? We'll play it later. Italian. Do it, do another one. I've got another Italian song I could do. Go on. 
passing out the food. Now, she, in Italian, she was going over to speaking to everyone in Italian yeah. and then she went up to him and asked him in Italian, what would you like to eat? Because she just assumed everyone was Italian. Okay. Just in her life, she just went to Tesco's, went to everywhere she went, she just yeah. assumes everyone's, everyone's Italian, Italian yeah. right? That was my nan. So she asked him what would he like in, in Italian. Instead of saying, I, I don't understand, Italian, yeah. or he didn't look at me and say, hey, what did your nan say? He thought it would just be funny. <laughs> he looked at me, looked at my nan and he went, Hey, mamma mia, Super Mario. <laughs> oh, lasagna. Hey. Because I can people say that. My nan's face. Just no. looking like, is he all right? Like, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. He did, and it, we're at a funeral. <laughs> I, I was laughing. It made me laugh so much. Like that's again, yeah. It was that, that I never forget, racism there. Yeah. I never forget that moment. He could have just literally said, "I don't talk Italian." I, was, I know him as well. So I can picture him saying, you know, he, yeah, "Okay, is he like that normally?" Yeah, and he's he thought of the, any word he can think of in Italian. He's so he's, so, he's, he's one of them guys that you say, "Oh, are you from Jamaica?" Oh yeah, Bob Marley. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those guys need a bottle to the face, bro. That is disrespectful <laughs> to your uh, to you, yeah, but to your grand, I'd punch him, bro. But uh, I think he would say it with a smirk on his face, like he would just be laughing. One of these guys you can't get mad at. Yeah, he could say anything offensive, but you know it's come from a. Funny place. That's how your brother is. He's got like natural humor. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how your brother is. Nah, he's different. No, right. <laughs> yeah, he's different. Nah, when your brother looks same, same, but different. When he says stuff, Ben will say a joke and laugh, yeah. which makes a lot of. Frank will say a joke, will keep a serious face, and you'll think, is he joking? Okay. Is he not? And then you, it's funny because okay. he's got that seriousness about him where he's mocking it, mm. but he's funny. So he's naturally funny. All right, fair enough. Like, I actually, <laughs> I shouldn't be right. saying this, but many years ago in our teens, we went to. Um, a sex clinic. Sick. Okay. Okay. So obviously when you've caught something. Clip this up. You, you go <laughs> Mick to Damiano, a sex clinic. Sex Still doesn't clinic. know what a moon is. In my younger is, days. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there as a friend to give him support. I mean, nothing was wrong with me. Okay. So um, we sat there and he goes into the room and he comes out very loudly in a waiting area. Uh-huh. He, he goes, yeah, it was all positive, mate. It's just HIV positive, nothing else. So it's all good. Like saying it's a positive thing. But he was just saying it's a HIV positive. Everyone in the in the room was like, "What the hell did he just say?" And I was what? like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. Does again, he not realize? No, but it was. But he, he wasn't. Was, he was trying to make. It was trying to be funny. Yeah, he's trying to say it was all good. It was all positive. Was, yeah, mate, it was all positive. HIV positive. All oh, good. like like Cockney stuff. When yeah, like, yeah, it was all right, man. It was sweet as a nut. It wasn't yeah, yeah, actually yeah. sweet as a nut, <laughs> but it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it was positive. Okay. HIV positive. Yeah. I got so. I got a, I got a sex clinic story right that. Um, I forgot about this until you said sex clinic, right? I went there. This was years ago. I went to this clinic. Obviously, it's a bit of a sensitive thing to do. People go there. You be discreet and so on. I went to one that was near my area. Now, I never do that because... You see all the girls in there that you've... 
No. Well, yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons. They're like, oh, shit. Yes, Ori gets it on, you know, about. Yeah, no. So I went to one near my area, right? And I go in there. You go and get the clipboard. You sign your name in, and they wait to call you upstairs into the next room. In that room that you got to do the clipboard in so you can get all your details and stuff. Then you go to the next room. I go to the next room, right? And I'm sitting down. Um, everyone's around, and they're just chilling on their phones or whatsoever, as you can imagine, right? And I'm just like this. And then... I see a guy comes in. I don't look up, but it's just guy comes in and sits next to me. And I just see like the two legs sitting next to me like that. And then after about five seconds, I'm like this on the phone. And all I hear from the guy is, man like Ori Styler. What are you saying, bruv? <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> no, it wasn't a doctor. It was another guy. Oh, gosh. It was another guy, blood. Just baits you out like No, that. but I, I I know him from the ends. And like, what are you saying, Uri Styler, yeah? This guy's loud blood, <laughs> right? Be Bro, th this is the thing. This is, I noticed, I looked at some of the people in the room, right? You know when someone's like, listen to music, yeah? But, the, the, or they look like they are, but you know, the music's not on, so they're like... <laughs> but you can see, you know the music's not playing, but they're pretending like it is by going... Side eyes and all this. They're looking yeah. and they look away and stuff like that. I see some other person who's on their phone, they do that with their phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's because of me. I think it's mainly because the guy was just being loud. But like, come on, discretion. Do you know what room you're in? <laughs> like, what are you man, like, Ori Styler, blah, walk one, my G. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> True story, this is Harrow. Before I moved up here, Harrow, blood, it was a mad... Well, I, I, had, I had another situation in a clinic as well. I've gone to clinic too many times. This is the same man, occasion. When I went to... Oh, so you don't go to clinic? Bruv, I, I wasn't getting in those situations. I was in the studio. There's no situation. It's called man, a regular checkup. I don't need to because I'm strapped up nicely. You no, but, oh, we got a... Oh, yeah. you remember, the, remember last time I said, when, brother, it was you and it's going to be him. We got him. Okay. Got him. So what, we're tell what you're telling me is so I'm, I've been in like secure relationships. You know that. Okay. Like, you just haven't had sex for a very long time. You I can say that it as well. Okay. But when you were strapping up, were you not going to clinic regular? Yeah, I've been like once or twice because I didn't really be going around. Ever? It's like sleeping about. I was going to the clinic every yeah, but time I was sleeping I had sex. about. Every Brother. time I was what? so scared. I was Brother. like, I'll go clinic. I, I was paranoid. Brother. I was in my studio <laughs> making Gabrielle for God's sake. The next like, day I was enough. in the clinic. Fair enough. <laughs> now, bro, I have this thing. Even even up until now, I have this thing, right? Long-term relationship don't matter. Every what I do is after it ends. No, no, after it no, after it ends. And before it starts. Uh, no, after it ends, right? Like the period where it's like I've finished, we're not together, and then I'm either moving on yeah. to someone else or I'm just that period, I'm not doing anything. I'll go then and top of the year every year. So at least I start the year with a clean slate and the new relationship that I'm moving to clean slate yeah. or new partner. Yeah, but yeah. if you're in long-term relationships and you've gone from one to another, the new partner period is that period in between sure. because I want that to get that checkup. I just like that text message that lets me know, bro, you're all good, you know? Ding, ding. Even if I know I'm calm. Yeah. Bro, it could be new partner. Like I could have gone in the beginning of the year and it could be new partner in February. I'm still getting that done. That's two in like the month. Yeah, I don't right. care. I want it every year and new partner. That's always been me. Always been me. Keeping it clean. That's it. The strapping up thing is... Though, especially now in this generation. Brother. Why I'm scared. Brother. Like, man's... They've got gonorrhea 19 and stuff. Man's, yeah. man's <laughs> singleton out here. I'm, I'm literally scared for my life. Like, you're scared for your life? Bruv, do you do girls are like nowadays? That's why you just need to How settle. are girls nowadays, Malice? Down, savage. Girls are savage. Yeah, bruv. Okay, just on their own. With a little bit of mandem involved. Okay, yeah. so the mandem aren't savage, no? 
Do you know what? Yeah, Mickey, is, nice. Mickey yeah, is saving yeah, you. Yeah. He's just waiting for you to say what you got to say. Right. Just talk about moon cups or something. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my story then. So I went clinic. Yeah, sorry. Oh, go yeah, on. sugar. So yeah, I went go clinic. On, go on. And I think this was one of the first times I went. So I was kind of nervous myself. And I went in there, went into the room. And for some reason, it, it just gets smaller at the time it, your, your dick's in a doctor's hand. <laughs> My dick just shriveled up, and so it's even more of an embarrassment, right? Okay, you would you there, rather it getting bigger while it's in the doctor's <laughs> hand? No, but it's just, I don't know. It's a, 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 yeah, to be honest, yeah, I would. Should have I had would. like a Viagra or something, so you've got a hard one, so you go, you're already embarrassed. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do that. This is a very awkward, embarrassing situation. And then the doctor says, do you mind if my co-worker or nurse at the time can watch because she's being here to learn? I don't mind. Until she walks in, and it's my fucking dad's beautiful client who comes into the shop every week, and I'm like, oh, hi, Mick. Hi. With my small fucking... <laughs> that's now shriveled up in the doctor's ah, hand. And yo, I'm like, oh, yo, my you got- God. Can this be any more embarrassing? Like, serious. Now you've got to go put that thing in there, and it <laughs> opens up. And she's, yeah, she... she yeah. I could not believe it. I mean, I was young back in the day and Did yeah. No, this was long, many years she ago. She left straight after. For some she, reason, she your dad lost the back. client. Yeah, and she came in and watched. <laughs> and I'm like, I never get embarrassed ever. That there probably <laughs> was the most embarrassing, awkward situations. Man, I had a sex change straight and, away. Yeah. <laughs> do, you want me to, do you want me to edit that out or shall I leave that in? You can leave it in. Hey, yeah, that's yeah, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that is funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's in the chair and you're in the shop and she gives you that look. You know, normally when you get yourself in them awkward situations, yeah. you try to make a joke out of it to mm. get yourself in that awkwardness. Like I've been times before, you know, when you've gone to doctors and they've put a finger up your bum to check. Mm. Oh yes. Prostate. Prostate, yeah. yeah. So I was sitting on the table, he tells me to bend over, put my knees up to my chest and puts his finger up there. And it was up there for a while. And I'm like, this is awkward. It's silent. taking a phone call at the same time. Yeah, and I'm like, can I say <laughs> Sorry, something? Sorry, you So I'm like- Just doing a little procedure. So I was like, so what time do you get off work then today? Just as a joke. He just bursts out laughing. He goes, do you know how many fingers- People say that. Yeah. He goes, do you know how many times I've like fingered like 10 bum holes today and you're the like first one to make a joke out of it. And he thought it was quite funny. People make jokes like that all the time. Like. Didn't we have someone on here talk about... That was me. Oh, was it you? <laughs> yeah, that was it me. was him. Yeah, okay, Trudge, yeah. Trudge did the same thing and he made the same similar joke like that. Yeah. You have to though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. What did you say? I mean, you don't, but... I, oh, oh, what did I even say? It was just like, oh, I'm so sorry we're meeting like this for the first time. Something like that. It's a bit of a <laughs> shit situation. You've got to though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You've you, got you, No, you don't. You really don't have but to. That situation with the nurse, I couldn't make anything into a joke. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that- embarrassing. Yeah, cause one, she just probably thought I had a disease and uh, <laughs> a disease. That's what it's no, sex, but no, sexual but, diseases. No, but medical professionals, though. right? They know that people come in there for regular checkups. You yeah. can't. They're so desensitized by stuff. You can't be embarrassed. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, well, you can be, but you don't know that they have no care about this. And she's not allowed to say anything to anybody else. Mm. So she can't even go back to her partner and say who she saw yeah. in there. Yeah, probably did. Probably but did, she yeah. can't go back and say that legally. So, do you know her partner? Nah, I, I haven't seen them in years. I she, wonder she why. She left Bedford, don't she? She's yeah. gone. She I must gone. have been Mick about disappointed 17. Seven, oh, is that for? I was young. Oh yeah. my God, you bust. I remember it. I remember it. I mean, she was an older woman, but she was beautiful. Oh man. So as a would 17, it help if she was ugly? And would it help if she was ugly? Of course it would. <laughs> no. Of course it would have. No. It would have. I mean, if she was fit, surely you would have got excited. That's embarrassing. When you're a 17-year-old lad. Yeah. 
who's horny as fuck all the time. At 17, yeah. you just fancy older women. Back then, I always thought I could pull older women. How I much had older this are we ego about me. I, <laughs> I don't know, but I could thought I could pull my friend's mums and like I walk in a room. And... To be fair, my girlfriends have been like a couple of years older than me. Or a few, I mean, a few months old. I, you're me. talking yeah. to the ex. So I'm 17. I mean, you're trying to what, find of yourself. elderly women. <laughs> you're talking. Well, man, man goes. I mean, to, I mean, shy is nine years older than me. So my G. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I always make this joke on stage. I say I, I like I date all the women. Um, it's not a choice. It just I I seem to for me I like them when they've just given up. Was it easy? You for know you? when it's. <laughs> Is it easier for but you? If, you know, when it's, <laughs> life is, no, it's not giving up on like just because it's easy for me, but just giving up, with, like I'm the last hope. Like there's nothing else. <laughs> Definitely easier for you. Because you know, you know she's not you going anywhere. You don't put anywhere. that much oh, effort in. The, the gratefulness, that's like, there's always a bath run, dinner's there. Like, because they don't want to go on Tinder. They don't want to do it. Like right. they're trying to figure out the words DTF. What does that mean? Diabetes type four. Like they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to figure this out. It's new slang. They're just, they've, they've done We've Plus done. their fingers probably don't work anymore by like swiping her. <laughs> With respectfully. We're not just yeah, talking about the women. We're talking sorry. about the men old yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not joining all them <laughs> actings there. Uh. All I need to see, if I see, a, if I see a beautiful woman, but she's got the phone in one hand like this, right? And then she's typing with the other hand just texting like this. Oh, mate, that's, that's my age group. That's what I like. <laughs> To look over the glasses. The phone's over. <laughs> over here. But if you're going to like someone... you're like 56. No, I'm not. No. Now, older than you. I'm only messing weeks. with the older thing. I don't care about ages. But for, uh, I obviously, I do care in terms of not going the other side. But it always is like my age or older. And I think it's a maturity thing. I don't think you it's- You never date I, someone younger. So you're not like I, Leonardo DiCaprio who goes- Nah, never. Like... I think that's too weird. I could date someone younger, but I mean, like only a few years. Like I'm 35, almost 36. Maybe, but 30s. Do you think when you're 70, you'd still fancy a 70-year-old? My 70-year-old in terms of my wife, probably. Because the attractiveness for me... You're, obviously, at 70, our minds are not going to change. We're always going to look at other women and go, oh, yeah, she's hot. I, yeah, I, I reckon that's going to be 70, the case. are we still going to look at 70-year-old women and go... Oh, I think so. Like, <laughs> brother, have you seen... I like to bend that over. Brother, I think so. This guy. Have you seen Angela... Respectfully, Have you seen Angela Bassett? No. She's not 70 yet. But go look at Angela Bassett. Yeah, but there's a few. But a majority of the 78 year olds, put they're an, not going to be appealing to. Can we bring her up on the screen? Put Angela Bassett on that screen. Her. Come on. She's in her 60s, right? Angela Bassett does not look at all in her 60s. She's stunning, right? Does Halle Berry still look the same? She, ha, she Halle must be nearly 60, isn't she? Well, have you seen Carol Vorderman? <clears throat> yeah, but she's too much work, man. Carol uh, Vorderman is. Yeah, but that's she must have been about respectfully. Years old, she does it cool, but but you can tell. So I think yeah, Angela Bassett on. is sixty five years old, she and looks she the looks same. She looks exactly the same when she was thirty five, right? Um, what's what's my what's my girl's name from? Um, should be in the forefront of my mind. Well, Black do, don't I, crack. <laughs> it doesn't. Brown don't frown. Uh, well, I mean, it, I mean, white might. I don't know. Have you seen Suella Braverman? Oh, bruv. Nah, she looks That's like a skin different. tag. That should, but nah, she still looks old to me. She just she looks like a splinter out of teenage. Do you reckon? Big. I'm not going to say that, but I'll say. Yeah. Look, bruv. Fuck is that? Bruv. <laughs> the fuck is with that? Res- with all due respect. respect. No, no respect. respect. She she's respect 43 years old. No. She she's 43. Fucked, bruv, my mum is in her 60s and looks younger than her. We, I, t- I can't remember who I spoke about. We spoke about her last week. I'm not going to spend too much time on her, but if you put Suella Braverman and then put Pretty Patel next to each other, right? Because she took over from Pretty Patel, so everyone was comparing the two. Pretty is older than Suella and looks so much younger than Suella. No joke. Yeah, for real. Pretty looks so much younger. 
right? I was trying to say it must be the job that you're in, must be the work that you do, but they both have the same like job title because she took over as home secretary it's from got her. the bad gene, isn't it? It's probably the badge. How did this conversation get? I mean, I was trying to tell you people who are older than like this. Skip past this, right? Um, what's her face from who's in Creed? One, two, three, plays Creed's um, oh. adopted mom. She's from the Cosby show. I can't, I can't forget her name. I don't watch as much TV as you do. Uh, there she is. Felicia Rashid. Oh, no, right. Rashad, sorry. Felicia Rashad, right? 75 years old. Have you seen Creed in one and two and three? Well, you think she's fit? Bro, what we're not going to do is disrespect Felicia, right? I mean, if, she's a very beautiful bro, old woman. Yeah, yes. but if I'm 70 myself, you don't oh, think I'm yeah, not going to get what you're saying. If you're 70, thank and you, that's you what I'm saying. Like, no, but I'm, what I'm like, saying well, is when you're 70, you're only going to be looking at your age group or older when you're that age. So he's saying you're not going to be looking at you like do that 30 now, but when you're 78, you'll think you're. Not. But I I don't know. Well, when I'm 78 years old, I'm still going to look at. Women that are a lot younger, I think. Oh, of course. Hey, time stamp that, please, because of that word. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. But yeah, go on. <laughs> what did I say? Not you, the one he said. Okay. Bro, Sorry. if you're 70 and you're looking at someone like Felicia Rashad, who is 75, you're going to look and say, she is stunning. She's gorgeous. You're thinking, when you're 70, are you going to still be like looking at women your age or would you look at people who In are In a 30? perverse way, yeah. In a, I don't look at anyone in a perverse way now. What's wrong with you? Yeah, for real. What's what? wrong with you? Yeah. No, don't what? Like, are you, you are not... perverse, bro. You are. Who? Him. I mean, I look at women and, and I sit there and I- Women. You bro. admire women. Like, All right, cool. watch this. Per look at him, please. Look perverse. at him. Perverse. Just look at his face when I say this. Watch his eyes. Look at his eyes. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. What? What's wrong with Jessica These Rabbit? These are pixels we're talking about. Bro, I grew up with Bro, like, Jessica Rabbit was She was mad. one of my first Bro, I was playing Street Fighter and I was I'm going not, like, Chung Lee was like, tick. What? I'm not hearing you on this, man. <laughs> Did you not see Chung Lee in New yeah, Street Fighter, bro? As soon as yeah. I go, wow, they designed her great, I also know that she's not real. Have you seen um, The Incredibles? <laughs> yes, Mrs. Incredible. I mean, Elastigirl. Have you seen her back? <laughs> They did that on purpose. I don't care what you can say. They would not make a cartoon character Listen, with a back off like that. I hear you. But she doesn't. And pretend it's okay. I'm We're not, not going to look at him for. Ooh. I'm not sitting here going, <laughs> I, mean... I could do with some Elastigirl. Guys, we were just playing Street Fighter and you were guys like, I'm Chun Lee because she's got a big back. No, and I said, I said to him, if you, you said look, the other character's I bigger. I said, Cammy yeah. has got a bigger like body than like bottom half. Because Cammy, the way you've they observed dress her, all the characters. So bro, I, just because I've observed doesn't mean I'm sitting there going, and I want some of that. That's a did, different bro, thing. Because you remembered her name. I remember, I'm a gamer. I didn't know I who Cammy was. Have you seen the room you're in? There's game stuff everywhere and comic yeah. stuff everywhere. So, I know the names. I know Spider Man and Hulk. Oh, the company gives muscles Yes. Bro, so when you were telling me you're going to look at someone Mrs. All right, these all right, are the, 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 the characters. Let's talk about real people. No, let's, no I want to go through characters. He's defending oh, more. this. You know Lilo and Stitch? Lilo and Stitch? Lilo and Stitch's sister. What the hell? Them thighs on that cartoon character. It's a cartoon! But come on. <laughs> They're 2D, there's no thighs, it's paper. It I don't know, thigh. my son was watching it today. He's three years old and his eyes didn't leave the screen. They must have, like, I don't think your son that. was sexualizing Lilo, Stitch, yeah, or the family starts, members. It starts from these cartoons, I'm telling you. You put these cartoons, that's where it starts. But, all right, think of, grab it, that's where it started with me. Yeah, but think of how old we are. Are you telling me I was I was groomed by watching Snow White into thinking these are some buff cartoon characters? Snow White was you dead. She wasn't pretty at all, was she? She was a cartoon character. Yeah, there's prettier ones though. You lot are different. Oh my God. You lot, don't put me with him. <laughs> Did you hear me clearly say I never used to fiend over these cartoon I characters? I guarantee there's a lot of people that agree with me. Some, most people <laughs> no, there disagree. Are, I wouldn't but... say most, but there, are, no, no, there will be a lot of people that agree. There's whole categories of pornography of 
people that hentai porn. We live that in 2023, 20, 4 now. Like, yeah. it's just there, isn't it? I didn't Bro, know that like, was a thing. and this and that and that. Like, man, it's a norm, isn't it? Whatever. Come <laughs> What's on. What's that got to do with I don't know. I'm trying to change the subject. Can we change the subject? <laughs> Can you timestamp that as well, please? Yeah, thank you very much. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling uncomfortable? I'm fine. <laughs> but he's just, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable tired. talking about sexy cartoon characters. I'm, no, I'm very just like thinking, like, what was this? What's I'm, I'm comfortable talking about I'm it. I just don't find him attractive. Like, yeah, cool. No, oh, now, but then you did as a kid. Do you know who like, I find attractive is when, when I see women who have similar shapes, dress up like them on like fancy dress parties. Oh, like I need one from Scooby-Doo who's a dork, but she looks fair when... Um, what's her name again? Daphne. Daphne, that's it. No, that's not Daphne, Daphne, no, the other one. It's the geeky looking one. Oh. Not Daphne, the other one. Oh. What's her name again? Because she's a dork, but when people dress and up- And she's like got her own show now as well. Is it Velma? Velma. Oh, Velma, she's got her own show now. seen when people dress up like her on Halloween. Can we like Google Velma. her? Velma. She, like, you know you want to say, come. What do you mean Google her? Bro? Now you're excited. Now, what's wrong with you? It's 2D no, characters. The, the, real, the real character, the real one who played the real one. She was actually quite hot, wasn't she? Oh, what's the actress name again? Um, the but when there, there was a bit where she actually like come out looking kind of like sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, for anyone listening to this podcast right now, just so we all know, uh, it's definitely a dude podcast today. <laughs> Men talking about sexy cartoon characters. I want to apologize in advance. I didn't choose for that to happen. But when Mick and Malice is in the building, testosterone flies everywhere. What can I say? <laughs> If you want to know what the word bravado means, this is it. There you go. Man's gymming it more, you see. So testosterone she's levels hot. have gone. Linda Cardellini. <laughs> what a great movie that was, by the way. Yeah, she's hot, man. Linda Cardellini. She's hot, no? Not my taste, but okay. I mean, like, she's just. She's an attractive woman. But That's why she's not my too, taste. Isn't it? Maybe for you, not Bro, for me. She dressed like Velma, like that, bam. Uh, no. Nah. Okay. Have you not seen. Um, oh, what's it called? She Hawk? No. She Hawk? Mm. She Hawk? All right, another, all right, another example. Okay. Have you seen Gen V? I haven't really watched much TV in the Gen v, past no. few months. And you still ain't started it because you're still doing the boys. I started it, yeah. Not yet. I, can't, I don't want to ruin it for you lot. But just tell us it's not, I'll just tell you, but it's not ruining the storyline. There's one part where you see somebody, um, like is it, one of her powers is to be able to like get big or small and so on, change her shape and size. Normally it's to get small. And that's what people know her for. One of the guys is only attracted to her when she gets small. Right. right, When she's her regular size, it's not attracted to her. That's similar to what you're saying about, oh yeah, get my girl to dress up like Velma that's all the time. Banner. You don't think that's going to draw her knowing I, that she has to do I, that? I can relate to no, that because if I was normal size, I don't think people would fancy me as much. I mean, I when I was normal, you're miniature, I mean, when I, when I was normal size or on the larger size, people yeah. weren't paying attention to me. When you were now, what? That, now that I've gone a little bit skinny. When you were bigger, like yeah, chubbier? Yeah. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. But okay, let's just, let's move on from that one. These, yeah, it's, see I say it's babysitting. It's a babysitting Bean, Do you know what, it's been Mr. a long day, right? Uh, you wanted to go back to Mr. Mr. Bean Mr. Bean, yeah, before we forgot about that. Now, Mr. Okay. Bean, <laughs> I loved- it's So I mean, random, but okay, let's go. I loved, you mentioned him earlier and it made, yeah. it, it made me think of something. Sorry about that, you're gone. So Mr. Bean, I grew up loving it. I still watch, I still watch it to this day. Yeah. What is, do you find it funny? Yes. Do you find it funny and it's, it's a genius, right? So I did, growing up all my life, I thought Mr. Bean's the funniest thing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. He's a genius. Mm. The actor's a genius. Everything about this is a pure comedy. You never forget it growing up. Okay. I've recently put them back on to show my kids. They can't Mr. appreciate Bean. it. No, 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 no. They find it funny. Now I'm watching it with a second light and I'm like, this is really sad. He's a loner. His only friend is a bear. He lives <laughs> in a shit flat. He has a shit car. He has no friends. 
And we're laughing at the fact that he's just a loner, that can't, can't get speak. friends around for Christmas. He can't. And I, you sit there and you think, well, this is sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. I can't find Mr. Bean funny anymore. I have pity for the guy. I actually think I want to take him out. My sister what emotional growth does for you? For a beer or something. I feel sorry for Mr. Bean. I've laughed at him all my life. It's like, yeah. you know that kid you laugh at at school all your life? Like, yeah. you pick, and now we like, actually. I was never a bully. <laughs> <laughs> I never laughed at anybody. But I find I Mr. Bean watching it again now. It's very depressing. <laughs> I feel sorry for this guy. It's a, a man with mental like, health. It's, it's annoying now, isn't it? It's not, it's not annoying. annoying. It's funny, but why re rewatched it? Yeah, my kids you, found it hilarious, and I sat there for it's not that funny anymore. I dude, actually found this I, quite sad. I get what you're saying. And I think it blew up because of the physicality of his comedy, and we ignore just how sad the situation is <laughs> but we are adults now looking at things from a different this lens well he gave like, himself a christmas present of his own socks yeah but he had a sock inside already, his stocking <laughs> and he was yeah. happy to open his stocking that he put in yeah, there imagine, he like, posted his own christmas card when, when, in his house <laughs> and we found it funny that's sad that's so fucking sad his own head in the turkey and all that Mad, <laughs> yeah. okay Random. but he also got to go to france and ruin a painting that was really yeah that was <laughs> yeah. no don't remember that america and he's just all finger signing to everyone yeah, I remember that. Just, that was, I, I get funny. it. But we have that lens when we look back at old cartoons and old TV shows anyway. There's loads of them that are like that. Mm. Bottom. Bottom was too... Genius. Bottom. Genius. Have you nah. watched it back now nah. uh, with, with a 21st century lens? Nah. These are the most two toxic brothers you'd ever seen in your life doing the <laughs> ri most ridiculous and crass stuff you could think about. Um, watch um, Married with Children with a 21st century lens. You watch it now, the way he talks to his wife is disgusting. <laughs> but it was funny back then. There's this, this, is what oh, I'm saying. There's this um, clip that I saw on Instagram. I can't remember the name of the show. It was an old one. I think it was probably before my time where they saying the P word, like just throwing it out there. Yeah. And people finding Poo. it funny. <laughs> no, towards the shopkeeper. And like, okay. it, it was funny. But it, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen the clip. And he was just like, raw. Bro, what's... What's the program? It ain't half. It ain't half hot, ma'am. Half hot, mum. Yeah. yeah, that was. No. Wasn't there blackface in that program or something like that? I think there was. There, yeah, there was like yeah, or brown faces. There was like that in Little Britain as well, weren't there? Flat, yeah, but yeah. Little Britain played on it in the sense of that's where the joke was. They were they did it and they knew it was wrong, but they did it because that was where the joke was. Similar to um, Tropic Thunder, they knew that that's what the joke was. That this is outrageous that we're doing it in this program. This is a show where it was part of the character. That was this what I could do. I'm gonna do two better, right? Two things are gonna spin your mind. Number one, short circuit. You remember that program? Number Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Yeah. Right? You remember the doctor? The, yeah, the, 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 in, the, the white guy who plays the Indian. Well, all the robots offended. Then. No, not the robot. No, I said we had this he conversation just said the other day. I swear we were talking about was it Goog was it with you? Go on. Oh, Go on, put short circuit. Number Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah he's like Bro. Oh my god, number Johnny Five. He's a That's very not, famous actor. He's acting Indian though. No, he's not an Indian. He's, he's not Indian. He's white, bro. He's Bro. No, but he's acting Indian. Yes, it? yeah, yeah. So what's wrong with that? No, he had to brown himself up to do it. But he's acting. No, bro. Fisher Stevens. Well, they obviously they and, couldn't find and, a good Indian and, actor to play him. And so the just Gandhi movie. On. You know the Gandhi movie? No, that, he, Ben gets a bligh. Ben gets a bligh. And I'll show you why Ben gets a bligh, right? All right, so look at Fisher Stevens real quick. There he is, yeah? Oh, Fish this is him. Yes. Bro, that's him. Brother. Bro, that's him. He's, so he was in Friends, wasn't he? He's been in Friends, yeah. He's been in loads of things. He directed the Beckham thing recently as well. 
That was his, like, you know when Beckham's getting interviewed, it's him who he's talking to. Is he okay? Because his neck's mad scary. Who knows, innit? I don't oh. know. Now, Fisher Stevens, it was probably, at the time, he accepted the role and it was seen as all right. But in hindsight, everyone's like, you shouldn't have done that. He's already done it. He lost a lot of work later on because people realising this guy really browned up. Yeah. I mean, look at that picture in the, right, in the middle right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Look at the two. That's crazy. Come on, that is a wild but, brown sorry, face. I mean, he played it well, though. He no? looks Indian to me. But What, on the left? No, the one on the right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because so that's so him browned up. So he's, browned he's up. acting as an Indian. Yes. So I don't see anything wrong with it. I that's know you right. don't. Guy's name's but this is the Fisher thing. Stevens. <laughs> what Indian this guy is, the is thing. called but Fisher Stevens? But Indian Mick, guy. Mick, there were Probably people who were Indian that could play that role. That's what we're saying. But what they did is Hollywood was always criticised for always getting white characters to play they, yeah. roles of different ethnicities yeah. rather than them getting people within that ethnicity yeah. to play. Yeah. You're talking about an Indian actor from the world of Bollywood could have come in and done that. Hunt. And there are hundreds of actors. Mm. Fisher Stevens, they browned him up, like spray painted his face to get him to be that character. Mm. Mm. So whilst back then we look at it, we're like, back then is what the time was and people weren't really onto just the idea of how bad that was then. Now in hindsight, we're like, that was a bit I was raw. so shocked when I found out he wasn't he, He's still looking at him, he's still spun. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, she was like, but now we now we've got films like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and dwarfs are not allowed to play dwarfs. That for me is weird. I don't get that. Now they're having oh, seven man. magical creatures or something like that. I think that's gone too far because you have a lot of the people who are actors from the dwarf community that go, yo, what? Not dwarf community? Is it little? Is it little person? Little people? They're dwarfs. Is it dwarfs? I want to get the terminology correct and not be offensive because I just want to be careful on that. Peter Dinklage is one of them, right? He's he's blatantly said they're backwards. Do you know what it is? It's what they call, it's like the idea of being woke going well too far to the point where now it's become offensive mm. because there are dwarf actors who could play the dwarfs, mm. right? Dinklage is one of them. Dinklage is a don of an actor. Mm. He killed it in Days of Futures Past. Yeah. That's one of the best X-Men movies they ever made. He killed it in there as um, Trask, right? Mm. We've seen him in other things. Whose phone's that? Yours. That wasn't my phone. That's yours, blood. <laughs> oh, what? Wow. Serving the podcast, Sorry. bro. Oh, it's um, a last meal, isn't it? Oh, last meal? Yeah, man gets notifications to eat on time. Man been gym for three months and now- Bro, you got to start somewhere, innit? That's very good, yeah, I must I'm admit. sorry for interrupting. Nah, that's all right, don't worry. You're leaving now to go eat. Okay, but Dinklage, nah, he ain't leaving. He's gonna stick around, bro, for a couple hours now. It goes back to him. All right, so Dinklage <laughs> says, it's you lot being too woke. I don't think he used the word woke, but he's saying that this is wokeism and liberalism of them trying to not be offensive. And then in turn, they are now being offensive because we are a community of people that are not going to get the work because you're too worried about offending who? When he and many dwarfs who suffer from dwarfism say, I'd be fine with getting a role in this. Mm. I'll be fine with it. Do you see what I'm saying? I swear he went against it. He did. He went right. He was saying, this is like, it's I'm not going to read wrong. what I read what he says. Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage has taken aim at Disney for what he is called as effing backwards, forthcoming live action adaptation um, of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dinklage, who stars in Joe Wright's new film, Serrano, accused the studio of double standards by attending a racial diversity, uh, wait, attending to racial diversity in its cast but failing back on damaging stereotypes, other damaging stereotypes. I get him on that one. I'm kind of with him because he is somebody who is an actor who has been booked to play roles. Like when he was in Game of Thrones, part of the fact he was who he was, was that he had dwarfism. So they would go at him for him being what they call, they consider so to be lackluster when it comes to being royal blood. But that's the role that it was written for. So 
I'm with you on that so one. So it's a right for him to say it because he's a very known actor. He's probably the most successful dwarf actors out there. Yeah. So the other dwarf actors, I see how angry and frustrated they are because they can't fit other roles like he does. Exactly. So they're like, you're taking away our role. Yeah. You're taking away our dwarf role because you think it's wrong to have a dwarf playing a dwarf. Wait, why are other dwarfs angry at him? He was the one that said it was all backwards. Is... And he said he sh it shouldn't be done. He shouldn't be. Yeah, he said that. that Snow White should not have dwarfs. In Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Oh, is it that way round? Yeah, he said he shouldn't. So the other dwarfs are now pissed well, off. Oh, then I, I take it back then. Yeah. Sorry. I thought he said that they're backwards for changing, because they're not calling them dwarfs, are they? They're calling them magical creatures. Now it's gone back to dwarfs. Oh, um, and they're CGI'd now. I'm, I'm so basically, confused, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs yeah. were making the movie. Yeah, I got that bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were using dwarfs. He's gone mad saying they shouldn't be doing that because it's not nice. I don't know his actual words that he said, but he's basically oh. pissed off about it. So now the other dwarf actors are like, yeah, yeah it's all right for you to say that. All oh, right, because you're, you're getting yeah. Yeah, yeah, These, yeah. Are, these so acting us, dwarfs that don't get a job. I thought he was- Play James Bond, can they? I thought when they redacted the dwarfs uh. in the title and they changed it to the magical people or something like that. That's what it was. Yeah, of I him. thought he was against that happening. Ah, so he become he a top against shot the dwarfs. Oh, he's yeah. he's he Suella. Want everyone else to get the work. <laughs> brother, he's Suella. Yeah. He's, he got through the door and he, said, "I cut closed that." Yeah. But how <laughs> could would he been grumpy? <laughs> <laughs> how sick yeah. would that have been? But yeah, I, I yeah, I don't That's know. Mad. I don't gonna, know why everyone's getting offended. It's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All right. So if you're doing a remake, it's got to be exactly like the remake. I'm gonna spin you on something. I know we're jumping back and forth, but I didn't say it earlier on. How many episodes did you remember watching of Mr. Bean? I think all of them. All of them. There wasn't many series, was there? Okay, Google how many episodes there are of Mr. Bean. No one knows this. Like 10. You'll see. Before I forget, how many episodes are there of Mr. Bean in total? 14. 14. Yeah. 14 episodes like in total. I feel like it's gone on for so long. People think it's like, because it's one of the most played and showed British shows and characters around the world, because there's no need for dialogue, it's physical acting. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, he's a genius. Oh, 50 though, episodes. He's, I mean, it's brilliant, but I he's actually. A, he's had... a genius for it. Yeah. Like... There's only 15 episodes ever made of Mr. Bean. Wow. And then the I movies. thought it would have been like five. How much can. Oh, no, you can do that. Have you seen. Do you see the Olympics when he came out? Brother, that was epic. You didn't see it? Oh, when it was in London. Yeah, yeah. 2012. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, and he was on the he, piano. I don't yeah. remember what. I and no one knew what was going on. They just thought Chariots of Fire was playing. Yeah. And then the camera went on him, on him, and he just went. With the typical eyebrow. Yeah. Done. Everyone. <laughs> and all it was was the eyebrow, and then he did the acting in it. I love that. I, I had to show a friend of mine who's not from here, I think it was from um, America, trying to show him just how epic it was for him. He, he couldn't get it. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah, that's English that's Rowan yeah, Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowan Atkinson is a don. Yeah. You know what I'm So, yeah. But yeah, man, all right, we've, we've spun all of that, like talked about you, your love for, for characters. And uh, I don't know what you've been talking about. Bro. You've been throwing some different things. Let's let's go to topics. What we missed? Hey! All right. So a couple of weeks ago, we did a talk about Drake on the podcast. Um, and we we're talking about how he released the album for all the dogs. When we did that conversation, uh, we were... We were basically like what everyone else is saying. We were expecting more. Yeah. The review of it was like two out of five stars. And we felt that he was being immature at the time. We felt that he needed to grow. Who was we doing the pod with? Was it with Malika at the time? Yeah, I think so. I think Malika. Yeah, must have been. And yeah, it was Malika, I think. Shout out to Malika. And we both agreed that he's in this kid stage of his life. And then he heard everyone talking, particularly probably when Joe Biden said, bro, I wanted more. 
Then he drops Scary Hours 3, which is like a dulux of For All The Dogs. So it's just do, For All The Dogs and he adds six more. You're laughing at his hairstyle, isn't it? He adds six more tracks. Let me tell you something. Them six tracks, fire. It's like he heard what I've everyone not, said. I honestly haven't heard it. Bro, for all the dogs. I'm, I'm boring at the moment because I'm in the space where I'm focusing on my music. That's fine. So that's I'm understandable. not listening to anything. So I'm like, what, is he? I don't even know he's got new music out or anything because I'm not watching. What, has he released really additional songs to his album? Yeah, but it's called... So he has this thing where he does like short projects called Scary Hours. What he's done with this one is he's put Scary Hours as the deluxe edition or attachment to the album For All The Dogs. And... It's just six songs, which could be on their own as, a, as an EP, but yeah. you attach it to the album. So the album's now like a deluxe version, yeah. in essence, on when you look on streaming platforms. And it is fire. The six tracks on there, you hear, like, the... You hear the Drake you wanted, but addressing why he couldn't give that to you before. The one track that he did on there, right, with... Um, not with J. Cole, the, one, the other one, where he's talking about... Um, he can't spit, spit like how he, on the shoe fits, how he can't spit like how he used to spit before. To it when I get out of here. Bro, have you heard it? Yeah, because he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to. Yeah. Then he goes in, he's going in on women on that one massively, the women that he's dated, or the women that he's tried to date. And the way he does it is cold, right? I'm not going to play none of it now. He's, he is good. He's, he is, he's, but he for all the dogs was a bit of a, it was a bit lackluster for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Me included. There was only like two or three songs I liked on that. But, the shoot on the shoe fits, the six tunes that he does. There's one song, Mick. On the shoe fits, you'll like that one. The one he does with J. Cole, Evil, Evil, Evil Ways. Evil Ways. The one he does with J. Cole, both of them are rapping on that one. Yeah. There was always a question before from all from all the dogs when he does um first person shooter. Yeah. Who did better on that one? Everyone was like, Cole. Yeah. Cole smoked you in that one. But with this one, it's level. It's definitely level. They're it's decent. <laughs> oh, you think Cole smoked him still? No, I don't know. I've always been a big J. Cole fan. Oh, man. Okay. I don't want to listen to this. I mean, I am wearing a Drake t-shirt now, though, so. You know. <laughs> it's fine. You can, you can enjoy both. <laughs> nah, the lyrics, like, I'm going to get the lyrics up for just one bit of the, um, of the shoe fits. Actually, can you get them up on there? For yeah, me? yeah. Shoe fits lyrics. I'll try and blank out the words that I don't want you guys to repeat back to me because I'll punch you lot in the face. <laughs> Pretty sure you know which words I'm talking about. The R word. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> Wait, scroll up. Yeah. No, no, sorry, down. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. So it's that first verse, right? Keep going down. Down, down, down. It's not that bit. It's not that bit. It's the bit. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Stop, stop. Are we karaoke? Uh, Are we doing karaoke? Here we go. Like, he'll talk about women that he's, he's speaking to or, or, like, girls that are trying to say, yo, I'm that, I'm this. Come and Drake, talk to me. And he talks to them. It's like, why am I even talking to you? This is what he said. He goes... Then you got the, uh, this bit, I loved it. Then you got the ones that travel across the globe. Everything is paid. They don't, they don't need a man. Don't listen to Drake. Never been a fan. You've got a million hoes. Yeah, I understand. I'm never effing you. So take that out of your plans. I'm good on all you ends till the ring is on my hand. Then I search your name. Then I find you on the gram. Click the link tree and see you eh. <laughs> and see you doing that on cam. What the F? Scroll down though. Yeah. It's how he says this bit. Oh, hell no. Nah. It can't be. Not misindependent. No. <laughs> he says that. It's so cold when he does that. It's he's, funny. He's speaking the truth though. Bro, he's, he's, you could tell, uh, he needs to take a break for a, about a year and get his head together because he just done for all the dogs. He was very disappointed with everyone else's reaction to it, right? Right. He, then afterwards, 
he drops the scary hours and it's fire. But you can hear where he's at now because he, he throws shots at Joe Budden. He throws shots at Kanye. He mentions Taylor Swift in there. Oh, is he taking the break? Yeah, this is old news though. Well, oh, this is October. This, this is before Scary Hours Free. So. Okay, this year, rapper Drake takes break, taking break from music to focus on health. And then he drops Scary Hours Free. Yeah. He does need to take that break. And you can tell that this came out just... He, this this article came out on 6th of October. Scary Hours came out after he said he's going to take a break. And he recorded it after because he's responding to stuff that happened after this article came out. So he didn't really take the break. He basically he got, he said... He pissed off, that's why. Of course he was. Everyone was saying, bro, off. come on, man. Your, lang- your album is just not laying like that. And he comes back and he does it. Scary Hours, bro, it's fire. Yeah, but you get that as an artist, don't you? You, you get frustrated. You're going to... Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You get frustrated. I'm looking forward to Kanye's album, though, because you know he's building something like crazy. Have, Kanye, you, see, have you seen, like... This is where the studio is, in the middle of the desert. Mad. Yeah, Kanye. Bro, you different. know that. Kanye West is a genius. He is a yeah, genius. He, he says he's a genius. Regardless what, like, he, the way he is, yeah. Yeah. Musically, I always look at these oh, guys... Oh, I'll never take that away from yeah. Musically, yeah. Kanye West Musically, is a genius. Musically, he is a genius. Yeah. Everything else, he's probably a little bit tapped, but hey... I'm he's not, still, he's, so he, I'm, I, I, I'm the majority of the geniuses in the past have been a bit on the edge. He's he's a bit yeah. I don't. It's personal. Oh, Sorry, we're all tired. That we black, coffee, you, wasn't, that black yeah. coffee wasn't strong enough. Was it, it wasn't strong enough. <laughs> no, no. I milked it in all sorts. His um his personal his personal life yeah. his views. I'm not on it, but you can never take away his ability to make yeah, music. He, he is a genius. Is Kanye West recording music in the in a tranquil Saudi Arabia desert. I, I don't have think. You seen it? I think it's tranquil. Have you seen? No, have you seen the death where he is? Middle of nowhere, bro. Bro, look, look at the pictures. Look at that. Oh, it literally is. Imagine making music. It's in the middle of nowhere. That's crazy. This is why he's a genius. Look at this. Look at this. I don't know if it's a genius or if it's just a flex. No, I think it's he's 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 literally put himself where there's no distraction. If I had the money, I would do something. Huh? You're not caping for him. (laughs) Bro, like, I'm seeing it from a music producer's way because, like, you do want to shut yourself out, like, from the world. So you I'm not comparing myself to anyone, but I'm nobody. himself in his bedroom. Thank you, bro. You didn't have to go out. Bro, he's got the money to do that. That's inspiration. It's a flex. Bro, if I had the money, if I had Kanye's money, I'll be... And we would look at you you and say you're flexing. Bro, you'll be sitting there doing a podcast with me in the tent in Saudi bro, Arabia. I would fly with you, but I'd still turn around and say, bruv, you're flexing now. He's just getting- Because I can. Say that again, mate. It's a tension thing. He's getting Thank you. Why not? to be in his own space. Man, he's, he's can building up hype for his album because you know it's going to be sick. Yeah, this, this, that's all it is. He's building up hype. Yeah, I hear that. I respect it. That's all he's a genius. And bro. I think he's building up hype, but it's a, it's a flex. Like you could do, if you wanted to get away from everything, he's got a big enough, like, He's no, got I'm producing mine in my How garage. How's he getting so Wi-Fi like... out there? Though, like... <laughs> that well, no. If you're in the middle of the desert, I'm sure you set up some form of a signal. Well, maybe, yeah, or actually... maybe, or maybe he hasn't got Wi-Fi and he's just sitting there no, with I, all of his music I think, packs. I think he, there is like a hotel nearby, though. I'm sure there is. That he goes to in the evening when he's done. Like this is, out, I'm sure it's like near a resort kind of thing. It has to be. It doesn't no, look like because I swear I saw like a massive. Glass building. I don't know. I'm what, really what, tired. Where's the area? Al Al Ula. Put it on Google Maps. See if it's, I'm going to see if it looks like this. Google Maps it right now to see if he's lying. What's it called? Al. Okay. You can do Let's see where it really is at. I might have just been. See, look. There's a. Bro, there is big... no Wi-Fi signal there. <laughs> there is no antenna to relay even. That's what they look signal. like. Satellite That's pictures. Sick, not... It's what I'm saying. <laughs> Brother, whoever's sitting on that rock meditating right now, 
They're letting you know there is nothing digital about this place. Blue dress. This is what I'm. There's nothing digital about here. It's a beautiful looking place. That's quite inspirational. For you, but bro, if he just if he just uh, no no if he just oh, wants sorry. peace and quiet, if he just wants peace and quiet, he's got a garage. Look, there's a nice road though, better than yeah. Look, look, look. see, look now we like look. Yeah, but look how far down, man. There's Wi-Fi there, bro. Look at that the fountain in the pool. Look bro, at that. You're telling me they haven't got Wi-Fi. All right, yeah? two things. One, if that's where he's staying, there's nothing tranquil and separate about that. Two, he's probably hired the whole. Hotel, like, that's all his. He's like, and that's you know a what? flex. Is that not a flex? Sick tone. That looks quite sick, to be fair. It's a beautiful <laughs> flex, but it's a flex. I think he's doing it to get people talking. Like, that's fine. But just admit that. It's not solely going to Saudi Arabia is, in the middle of the desert. After seeing this, I really want to listen to his album. Yeah, so. I really want to listen <laughs> like, to his album. See what I mean? So See what he's you. done. It's working. This is why he's a genius. Yes, exactly. Um, Where do you reckon okay. Andre 3000 produced his? All right, so we talk about Andre's album. Come on. All right, Andre 3000's got a new album. Uh, and the album has got one of the longest names for an album I've ever heard in my life. I swear all the songs are like all the song 13 names. minutes long or something. Yeah, can we get the track list? And all all right, so the album, I always change the album. It's called New Blue Sun, but it was supposed to have a longer name than that initially. So let's get the track list, right, of the names of the songs. Now, the first thing to note about this album, I think the first track he said, or one of the early tracks he was saying, sorry, I really wanted to make, I wanted to make a rap album, but he, he just didn't, right? You got to blow that up, bro. All right, there we go. Bro, that's a whole paragraph. So, no, that's, so the first track is called, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. He's on mushrooms, isn't he? <laughs> so the album is basically him playing music on a flute. And you know what? He's definitely on mushrooms. Big up. <laughs> nah, Big, but it's- Well, you've seen him walk around Yo, that flute Read the second song. Uh, the second song is the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina, do you agree? That's the entirety. <laughs> he's sitting there thinking of a title of a song. I think he's. he's I think he's, what he's done is do ask questions. Use chat GPD for this. No. Uh. I hope he didn't. <laughs> if there's anyone that's not going to use Chat GPT, it's going to be the creative Andre 3000. So for those who don't know who Andre 3000 is, then you need to get up from underneath a rock. He is one half of Outcast and one of the most critically acclaimed um, rap groups of all time, and he's one of the top. Rappers of all time. There's no two way about it. Six. What? That's Jeffrey Dahmer on one of his. Track six. Wait, track six. Hold on. Track Gandhi six is Dalai called. Lama, your Lord and Gandhi Dalai Lama. Gandhi Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no. Track six's name is literally Gandhi Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior, JC, which is Jesus Christ, Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. Gacy? Gacy? Why is yeah. jo Jeffrey Dahmer? John Wayne Gacy, yeah. Why is. Like. Right. <laughs> I don't know if he's blowing the flute or he's puffing something he's put in the flute, but that flute that he's playing throughout the entire track is doing him something different. And that flute, ladies and gentlemen, you're not hearing no rapping on this album. If you haven't heard it yet, it's literally him playing a flute. It looks like when you go for a massage, it's the kind of music you get in the background. Yeah, It's flute, it's background music when you're out of a massage. Oh, 17 minutes yeah. long. So if you, wanna, if you wanna go to sleep, listen to Andre 3000. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's, it's a relaxing thing. It's proper relaxing. It's apparently, I heard um, someone else say it's a good thing to wake up to. Maybe he's marketing for the spas and, you know, like. See, if he went to the middle Could of Saudi be. Arabia and came up with an album like this, I'd understand. He probably the logic. Okay. <laughs> he probably did yeah. go to Saudi Arabia. I understand it now because it, it sounds like he's gone to Saudi Arabia in the middle of nowhere and come up with these long ass Five polos disordered daughter wears a 3,000 <laughs> button down in... Mad! 3,000, is that a copyright symbol? I'm working on an album. I'm going to come up with some mad track lists. 
Make it 17 minutes. Hold on. Track three, the night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control. Def, def. Shit was wild. Yeah, That's yeah, definitely much. He has been yeah, puffing the cushion peng. What a shame. <laughs> I love that cast. That, that, that flute good for you though, is isn't a chalice. It? <laughs> that flute is a chalice. Boy. I mean, it gets people talking. It's got our attention. I, we, I'm going to listen to the album all the way through. I've heard like the first track and some of the second one. Well, but... track eight, 17 minutes long. And they cast house music. It's and the whole length of the album. 87, 87 minutes long. Eight tracks. Well, the album, the, the title of the track is just as long as the track itself. <laughs> Dreams once buried beneath the dungeon floor no. slowly sprout into undying gardens. But it is beautifully produced. And yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Ayo. It's what Wait, you wanted to do. Wait, is there code in this? Like, you reckon? Maybe, maybe I'm on stuff, but I'm reading like... Like track four. Track four is... Oh God, the like way he disorders daughter wears a three thousand. Okay, no, not the way he's. But I'm thinking, does the first letter of each? No, why can't it just You're be gonna... a title of a song? Why have you got to analyze it now? He's break fully, he's going to sit on and make out. We, I'll read the title conspiracy again. Conspiracy about the whole album. Can, can I read the title Might again? Be. Dreams once buried beneath the dungeon floor slowly sprout into undying gardens. That's quiet. So what are you going to do? So crack some codes so the song sounds better. Could do. <laughs> it's seventeen minutes long. He might be telling us a message. Could do. Maybe About 93 Dreams kill Infinity buried. and Beyonce His date of birth BD is uh, Blu-ray disc uh, FSS is I don't know I'm Trying to figure something out Maybe it is just what it is isn't it But it's a weird thing to be looking at Shouts to Andre 3000 That is a, uh, a bold move Because I know everybody's waiting for We're not getting a rap album from him ever again it's a shame. We're not getting a rap album from him. No, he might. No, of course he will. Unless he like puts this out again and raps over everything. That's what I said. Yeah, to you exactly. Earlier. Yeah, you said that. Just do a little remix, three minute edit. Bam, he's just what, made he doesn't this. Rap on any of the songs. The, no. It's all flute blood. It's flute Probably music, like Zelda music. Fucking hell! Like <laughs> Zelda music. It's you know? like early nineties. I mean, first Zelda. That's what you play. I there was a I there was a clip. Ah. Uh, let me see who, if I've still got it on mine. Nah, oh, actually, nah. I'll describe it. Do you remember the Boondocks? You ever yeah, watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know the outro music to the Boondocks, right? I'll play it now. Someone said that the new <laughs> Andre 3000 album is about to sound like this, and I'm to the outro. And I was on the floor, because as soon as I heard it, I was like, nah, that's a vibe. Boondocks, outro. But you know everyone's yeah. going to sample this album. Listen. I am. So yeah, the out the outro music. It said that the song, my guy Andre 3000 is gonna sound like this. His album. <laughs> Wait for it, bro. It's exactly people are gonna do this <laughs> because that's the first thing that crossed my mind. <laughs> bro, it's hard, don't it? <laughs> Come on, this is back. If bro, this is the album. So but he used to talk about the fiddler on the roof, didn't he? In a couple of his albums, Fid fiddler on the roof. Oh, oh my on, that's god, that's hard though, isn't it? That's not hard. No, am I the only one who thinks it's hard? What that song? Yeah, yeah, that's bagging. Oh my god! I think he should have done that on some of those. Like, <laughs> maybe 
He probably has done that, but we ain't heard it all the way through. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really had 87 minutes to listen to. I'm looking to see if anyone's commenting. <laughs> this is the Andre Free. Yeah, see, straight away, Andre, Andre's new flute album. This is what the new Andre 3K is about to sound like. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm done with music for now. Let's do got another music bit. What? Big up Andre 3000. Nah. I've got Snoop Dogg. Oh, yo, I want to talk about this. What? So, yeah. Did you not see it? So, but it's not. It's not weed though. It's a message. We don't know yet. No, I read it earlier. He's it's not gonna. Not all right, so look, hold on. Before we talk, one. Snoop Dogg put out a post on his social media saying, "I've decided to give up smoke." It was probably high when he said it. I but though no, but then he put out another one, which is why I don't want to spend too much time on this. He said, "Please respect our privacy." Oh, all right. Here we go. So this is everyone. We'll read this bit in a sec. But everyone initially was like, "Yo." He's given up smoking weed. When he said, please respect our privacy, it felt like maybe he had some health implications that we were all worried about that smoking and excessive smoking can cause. So I was, when I saw it, I was like, I don't even really want to go too much detail about this if it's a health thing because mm. we don't know mm. and we just got to send well wishes to the OG that is Snoop Dogg. Then you got this next thing that Trudges just found. Snoop Dogg isn't quitting marijuana. Here's what he really meant by giving up smoke. Now, I want to, like, is this a trusted source or is this, like, bootleg yeah. sources? No, I think it's I'm Hindustan Times, for God's sake. Cause Bro, when did you, <laughs> the Hindustan Times, are we just I catering see. for, like, D Malice being in the building thinking that was religion? Because <laughs> um, he's not Hindu, he's yeah, Sikh. Yeah. Right? You just saw, <laughs> nah. you just saw D Malice. That's like the DJ that's in the club and he sees <laughs> the black guy walk in and he goes, I got something for you. I got a bit of piano for you. Yeah, uh, man. I got a bit of beats for you. Like, I got a tune for you. <laughs> dun, 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 All dun, that. dun. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Where yeah, was yeah, you? Yeah. Like, was it you who posted it where no one knew how to dance to it? Candy. Yeah. In that festival. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you was cussing everyone. But they were all like, not me. So. Right. <laughs> you, all right, here we go. Snoop Dogg said he'd quit smoking weed 20 years ago for heartwarming reasons. But this is like not recent. What's this all about? It's, wait, when was this one? No, this was 20th of November. Today. Yeah, so the source I read earlier, um, it wasn't on the Hindustan Times. It was uh, it was somewhere, but it basically was that it's an advert for something. So this is the only article I can find at the minute. I bet you I know it is without even uh, knowing what the advert is. There's um certain smoke, um, certain like marijuana vapes you can get, mm. but it's not smoke. It's all water-based, so you don't get the carcinogenic. In, I don't think in vapes you get them, but like there's a type of smoke you can get or a bong or something where it's not the carcinogenic of the, of like puffing weed, like, like flamed weed. Do you see what I'm saying? On a spliff. Maybe he's promoting a new product where it's that water-based stuff, which is a lot smoother down. Let's have a look and see. Go on, read it out, bro. What's his Twitter? What's he saying? I'm done smoking. I'm, I'm done with smokeless. Smoke. Oh. I'm going smokeless with solo stove. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. That is smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Oh my God. It's a barbecue. It's a barbecue. <laughs> is he talking about a barbecue? He was promoting a barbecue. Give up. 
No, look at his face, bruv. He ain't quitting smoking. You crazy? Oh. That, that, that's a clever advert. That is a very clever advert. Well done. Can we give Rand Paul to smoke? For Snoop Dogg and the smoke. I'll give that. I'll give that. I'll give that. Because you got yeah. everyone's attention. I got the news. He, he ain't food. giving up smoke. Snoop Dogg called us all for a smokeless still... fire pit ad. Sick. Oh, was he like 50 plus now, isn't it? He yeah. still looks the same. Yeah, Fuck them man ain't stopping smoking. Him, Method Man, them man ain't stopping smoking. No, oh, man. I thought it was for health reasons because you said family, private time, etc. That's why it's family, private time because they're having a barbecue, bro. Must be. Come oh, on. I think that's very good advertising. Uh, they must have paid him a pretty penny for that because he he literally used his entire brand you to say- just eat adverts. No, but he's on- he's, Appeared in Bollywood movies and all sorts. It's just like yeah, Snoop is that guy who he'll pops be up anywhere. anything because like he's, he's done everything. Music video, he's done everything. K Perry's music video. He wasn't. He's on one of the um, Tekken. Is it Tekken backgrounds? Is he? No way. One of the levels for Tekken, or it's either Tekken or it's WWE. Oh, it might be WWE. Yeah, is it WWE? It's probably oh, WWE because he's quite he's quite involved with like no, he's he's on a WWE. It might be as well, but he's on the background of a fighting game. I think it's Tekken. How old is he now? Is he like 94 or Hold on. Game Snoop Dogg. Look, he's on. See, look, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Yeah, Def I knew he was on that. <laughs> well, yeah, Def Jam Fight for New York. No, he's no. definitely in that. He is legendary on that. Um, EA Sports. Bro, he's in all these games. Bro, he's in all these games. All his music is in these games. But I know he is in Tekken Tag Tournament. <laughs> as a character? Uh, not as a character. He's in the background performing of one of the levels when you're fighting. That's hard. So yeah, Snoop man is the is the OG. Yeah, well done to him. He's the best. I, I think he's brilliant. Big up Snoop Dogg, man. All right, what's next, my G? A man takes a venomous snake home to show children. Ends up in hospital. Okay, that's just dumb, man. <laughs> like seriously, come on. Let's really? read that out. This is a learning curve for all, says snake expert. After the hiker realized all was not well when he began vomiting violently, violently oh. before being rushed for emergency treatment. Hold on, Re read the first sentence again. Learning curve for this all. This is a learning curve This for is all. a learning curve for all. So we're all sitting there, oh yeah, now I know not to pick up a venomous fucking snake. I'll be real with you, I knew that from before. Exactly. I think he didn't think it was venomous though. He picked it up thinking- Look at the fucking size of it. Well, You're telling me that is not venomous. Have you not seen a series of unfortunate events? No, but look at that fucking it. snake. I Mate, I wouldn't be touching it. that. I wouldn't touch that snake. Bringing it home to my kids. To be fair, that's- <laughs> Fucking no, dumb. No, 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 stop, stop. Is that a jar on the left? Yeah. Okay, look how small the jar is and look how small the snake is. How do you Bro, know, how until do you know that, that snake expands, yeah? How do you not know that's a big jar? <laughs> look at the laminate flooring. How do you not know that's a big laminate look flooring? Look at the floor. It might not be a floor, it might be a desk. You know, everything's big to me, so I don't know. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, for you it's like, it's like, for you, <laughs> every day it's like, honey, I shot the kids for you, isn't it? It's a big snake and it's black and yellow. That means, that means. Everything for you is like Thumbelina, honey, I shot the kids, yeah. Stuart Little. So what does it say? You little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look. Uh, Shame. Shouldn't have... Where was this? I'm, uh, it's oh, in New South Wales, Australia. Oh. A man who found a snake whilst, while out hiking took it home to show his children. Out hiking? My stop. guy picked the snake up. In stop, Australia. stop, stop. In Australia. Thank you. Australia. That's the thing. Nothing, I, nothing gets Bro, they're spiders. They're house spiders the size of my dog. Bro. Let's be a valued lesson to you. Spiders. There is, they have they have a certain weather phenomenon where spiders rain down, right? Where they're picked up by wind and then they rain back down again. They have like web in the sky and they get trapped in the sky as well because they, they shoot web and all that at the same time. It's a really like it's a really weird phenomenon. Let me tell you something. You scroll up, I want to see what that bite is or what's done to them. I've never visited them. 
Oh, look at his hand. Why did this dickhead take it home to show his kids? <laughs> Bro, all right. That's not a snake. That's a fucking snake. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Right, the snake's biting me. Yeah. Right, the snake bites a little bit stinging, but uh, I'm all right, mate. And this is why I live under a rock. <laughs> Don't worry about me. It's going to be a good day. It's just a snake, but you call that a fucking snake, but it's not a snake. I'm glad the snake bit. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Very, like you took me from my yard. Of course I'm going to bite you, you... You call that a snake? You call that a machete? That's not a knife. It's a fine knife. <laughs> Hold on. A nurse at Bow Royal Hospital. Say again? What kind of Australian accent was All right, bro, I'll practice. All right. Good. Is it all right? Thank you. Thank you. All right. It's kind of like Frank level. All oh, right, see. Australian accent. Okay. Frankie's. <laughs> a nurse at Bow Royal Hospital contacted snake expert Ray Gibbon, who was, set, who was sent a photo of the animal. He immediately identified it as a broad-headed snake, which inject neurotoxins <laughs> into the bloodstream when they bite, which can lead to inca incapacitation and, in some cases, death. Bro, you picked up a snake in Australia. When everything, you're hiking. Everything in right. Australia is dangerous. Do the picture of Australian spiders um, falling but from the sky. Australian spiders falling. I'm sorry, but he took it home to his kids. Nah, you can go oh. do one, bruv. I'm not scared you of see spiders, that yeah, but when you're walking, imagine you're eating and this thing just... Nah. Bro, Australia, where spiders rain down from the sky. Right? Play the video, please, so I can Raining see. spiders. Yes. It's a phenomenon. Like, I think they get caught up in wind, um, wind like traps. The, the locust, you know, when the storms... Was it in Africa? They have the locust storms. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah actually, give me locusts. Actually rains... Whoa. Yeah, can you see the wind took that one up? Bro, the hench as well. <laughs> Look at the size of that. It's no little spider. Can you see how that one just shot web? Or either had the web and was just So what? The whole area, like it's raining cobwebs and spiders. No, it's raining the spiders. And whilst they're coming down, they keep like shooting cobweb to say, but loads of them do it. And they the cobweb obviously collects like that when they land on like plants and stuff. No, that's a mad cleanup process. Wind takes it up, I believe it is. And then they just drop some more down. It is in... Same, and it's a normal thing in Australia. Looks like a black widow. Look at the size of the. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going Australia. Well, Marty's like, well, why don't you come down? No, bloody coming down. You're raining spiders. Mm. Would you be? Would you rather be attacked by a thousand spiders, or a venomous snake? A big ass venomous snake. But are these spiders venomous? Like, if they bite, are the are the spiders a thousand spiders venomous as well? Yeah. Yeah. Snake. Snake, man. Snake. You think I can keep track of a thousand, thousand spiders? spiders exactly. hundred spiders. Then. You think I can keep track of a hundred spiders? Ten spiders. Do you think ten. I can keep track of ten spiders? But if they're not that big, you could just... Oh, they're massive. Look at the size of that. It's Bro. bigger than you. So you're picking the snake over spiders? Bro, Bro have you I'll ever have stepped the snake on... bite me. At least I know what bit me. Have you ever... And where it bit me as well. And where it bit me, yeah. Have you ever stepped on a spider or like you hit it and then you, and then you move or you move a shoe or you might... Like, leave it there for a second. You look again and it's disappeared. Yeah. No, I don't kill Keep animals. <laughs> okay. See, Spider-Man. You don't <laughs> kill <laughs> animals. Look at that, man. Brother, that's not an animal. That is from hell. That spider there that's the size of my torso, yeah, from hell. I'm, like I said, I'm not scared of spiders. But... You can hear these spiders scream. Like, they screech. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hearing a spider screech is wild. Do you reckon you turn into Spider-Man if you got bitten? And you got... Absolutely not. But if you want to try and find out, 
by all means go first. Do you think you, that man turned into snake man because he got bit by the snake? No, he was a waste man. So because you're not a waste man, a spider will... Okay. What? That's wild to me. So yeah, no. I'm oh, not the dogs. That. Do you reckon the dog... Look at that. Oh man, poor dog. Where? Oh, the dog under the cobwebs. Dog's just vexed. He's like these bloody spiders. Wild to me. Nah, poor dog. I was so for the dog. All right. Yo, all right. Let's bring this to a close. Is there any more? Is that the last one? Uh, I've got one I can throw in quick. Yeah, yes. throw one in there. Go What's on. Go on. Right. Sainsbury's Tunnel apparently is a trip advisor, a top rated attraction. Sick. So that's what? the news I want to hear. What? That is what we're talking about. <sighs> I... What do you mean? The Sainsbury's what, Tunnel. What, should we go Cornwall? Cornwall's sick as well. There's a Sainsbury's Tunnel. <laughs> I love the comedy in this. Like, Wait. He's actually taking himself. That's not every Sainsbury's. That's just one, right? Yeah, but someone's obviously done this as a joke and everyone's given it to And where is this Cornwall? That Cornwall. is amazing. Where's it say Cornwall? Where? The, the, the bottom. You should go. Buy my glasses. Shut up, man. There you go. Take his oh, glasses bude. off to look pretty. Bude Cornwall. Bude? Or Bude or Bude. It's Bude, isn't it? Wait, it has received rave reviews from world travellers. Do you know what? Uh, did he, Have you seen the one about the haunted house as well that people go visit? In Cornwall? Um, no, I think it's like up north. People pay. It's like the most haunted house. I don't know if you Google it. The ha most haunted house in the UK. What's it called? The most haunted house in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name. Did they build it and then call it? No. Before they knew well, it was apparently, like, either someone Boily murdered Rectory. in there. What happens? What are the stories? Just all kind of freakiness. Like, when you're asleep, like, noises and just screams and all sorts. It's not cool. Can we see uh, some? like living in a ghetto, that's all. All right. Yeah, and then things touching you. No, it's that house there. The most haunted, 30 East Drive, that one. Um, yeah, down, down there, that house, that house, bro. That looks like well, it's that, in it's Kempston, yeah. No, oh, <laughs> some normal that looks council like estate in Kempston, exactly. It looks like a normal council estate in Kempston, <laughs> but it's not. There's history behind it. I think if you click one of the links, I'd... do you believe in ghosts? Yes, yeah, I believe in. Have well, you ever seen one? Oh, no, have you had any like. Suspicions of any spirits being around you or near you. Yeah, I'm, ra I'm raising a church. I still, I'm Christian, have my Christian beliefs. It may not be the best at times, but I have my beliefs still. So it doesn't always have to be bad. It could be good as well in terms yeah. of good spirits, Holy Spirit yeah. being the main one. And you, I've felt when I've been in, this, in church and I felt that presence or when I've been out and about and you feel that presence. But I don't always believe that ghosts are bad in that sense because there are spirits. Yeah, spirits, 100%. In that sense. Have you had any... No, I've not experienced any interactions with any... You're trying to go, have you ever been possessed and climbed the walls? And... No. I'm, I'm, I'm too, you know I'm too strong and some spiritual for that. You get me? I do. Why are you? Um, I want to believe them. I don't, I'm the type of person that I don't believe it until I've seen it or witnessed it. I had a close encounter and I actually thought it was, but it was... Um, Sleep paralysis. What's that word? Sleep, Sleep paralysis. Paralysis, yeah. I've had that. It they is. Freak the fuck out of me. I've, I I remember the first time I have it and I'll never forget it. I was in. Tell me your story. I'll tell you mine. I was a kid, <laughs> right? Um, I like this shit. I was a kid. I don't have no. I've got boring stories, man. I just fall asleep and that's it. Lucky guy. It's just like. <laughs> so so I don't had... you think so? But the best stories are ones that we've lived. Yeah. Instead of talking about fucking Drake. Yeah, that was okay. boring. The best stories are the ones that you've experienced yourourselves. I think they're the more fair enough. Yeah, excited. Talking I mean, about can, Cassie. Yeah, I can tell you the story. Getting our word and can't ever All right, so I was like a kid. I think I was like four or five years old, and I remember um, I was actually I went into my mum's bed, 
right? And don't know why, I don't think I had a bad dream or something, but every now and then as a kid, I, I would be like, oh, I want to go to sleep in my mom's bed because it's just comfort. I remember being in the bed and not being able to move. And I had this dream where I couldn't move and I'm staring at the curtain, my actual, my mom's curtain in her room. But what it is, is I'm looking at the curtain and what's happening is like, it's almost like, um, I want to say Tetris, but not Tetris where blocks are falling. It's like blocks are folding over each other and then getting bigger and bigger and then folding. And I could feel like my presence was within that area. I couldn't move. I'm there watching it like this. My presence was in whatever it is I'm watching. And these blocks are like crushing me because in that moment I couldn't move. And whatever the weight of these blocks are, you? you can't talk, you can't get up. And I'm looking at this and because these big, like building size, like Inception, like the folding of the buildings mm -hmm. in Inception. It was like that. And I'm looking at this and I could feel the weight of all of the things that were there, like holding me down. And I, I, I was alert, I was awake, couldn't move. I remember that the curtain, behind the curtain had like one of the street lights from the block. Mm. So I could see the light behind it, kind of not shining through the curtain, but you know, around the side of it where the curtain doesn't cover completely, right? I could see all that happening, but I'm in this position and I'm looking at the curtain, I'm stuck like that. I just remember being in that awkward position. I was on this side of bed, mom was sleeping there, I was like four or five years old and I'm scared because I could feel just the weight of these blocks folding over. Don't know how or why. And I remember being in that position like that, scared, staring at this. It felt like hours, hours. And I woke up and I my heart was palpitating. How long did it go on for? It was, I probably, I, maybe it was about the hours. I don't know. Cause I think I might've slept and then woke up and it was daylight. But I could remember waking up through the night and then not being able to move and staring at the curtain. And that was the only time I've ever felt sleep paralysis. No, maybe not the only time. It's the one time that I remember most prominently. And I was like five years old. I'll oh, never okay. forget you, that. But you still remember it. I clearly. never, I That's scared the life crazy out of me. That memory like that, you never, That's never. Mine. Scared never, the life out of me. So mine was very, very, sim very similar. Um, so same thing happened to me, but I didn't know about sleep. What's sleep the word paralysis. I didn't know about that until this happened. Then I started talking about it. People are like, oh, that's what you experienced. I actually thought I experienced a fucking ghost or something. I was like, I believe this is what it is. Mm. So again, I used to live in a flat above my old shop. And it was, you remember that? It was a bit. Yes. If that was haunted, you'd think that place was haunted. It was very <laughs> it was, it was a yeah, bit. It was, it was a bit a, weird. It was, yeah. A bachelor pad, let's call it that. And I'm again laying in bed and my head, I fell asleep with my head up a little bit on the headrest. And again, I'm not moving at all. Can't move at all. But this is the weirdest thing. My wardrobe door opens. I feel pressure on my chest. Like yeah. someone's sitting on it. Like someone's really. And then my throat as well. It felt like someone's actually grabbing my throat and I felt pressure. And then I can feel a shadow like this, but like wind next to my face like that. And I'm like this, looking around, but I can't move. And then I'm trying to scream and shout. Fuck knows who too, because I live by myself. Yeah. So I'm trying to scream and shout. I can't, and all I feel is this shadow. And I can actually, swear to God, feel this fucking wind, wind across my face like that. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? But I remember not actually being scared. I was more intrigued going, what the fuck's going on? And I'm looking around and then slowly the pressure came off my chest. Slowly that came off my throat. That disappeared. My bedroom door didn't close. It was still open. <laughs> but mm. yeah, it all just like disappeared. And then I woke up. Then I could move. And I thought, what the fuck was that? 
Yo, let me Google sleep paralysis and then like because that yeah freaked wild. me out. And then when I, I tried telling everyone about it, and you then know, everyone had just cheese like, oh, before yeah, you went to bed, didn't it? I don't think it's cheese, but <laughs> here we go. Look, sleep paralysis is a temporary loss of muscle control just after falling asleep or before waking up. Sleep paralysis frequently involves hallucinations or feeling of suffocation. No one knows exactly what causes sleep paralysis, but it is linked to sleep disorders and certain mental health conditions. I totally believe all of that. That's crazy. But it's a real thing where you can't move. You physically cannot yeah, get up. It's the most it's frightening thing that's ever happened to me. I feel like that in the morning. Physically no, honestly, if you, when it happens to you, you feel like, what the fuck? I actually so, thought it was a ghost. For me, there are weighted blankets that I know would be good for me to have. Like, so it forces, it doesn't force you, but it makes it much more harder for you to roll over. So it's better for you to have the weighted blanket on if you sleep. So if you sleep on your back, you're not forced to kind of go on your side because it's cross oh, you, you and stuff and right? and on your back. Yeah. But that's the thing. I'm so, I, I think because of what had happened when I was a kid, I'm so scared to use one that I feel like I won't be able to mm, move. Because yeah. even though I, it's, a, it's not going to be super heavy, it's heavy enough that you feel the pressure. Yeah. And that pressure, when you're in that position, that is too creepy for me. Have you experienced anything else after that? I'm trying to think if I have. I can imagine times where I've, I've had a dream that felt so real that I wake up and I like scream. I think the only thing shout. I experienced was when my grandma passed away. I was only 10 years old. Mm. And I feel like everyone was getting dreams about my grandma and I wasn't. But at one point, this was like months after, I didn't really actually tell anyone. I felt like she was sitting on the end of my bed. Yeah. Um, she was a very spiritual person. And she's like, I'm here still, kind of thing. That's the only experience. Was you scared? Mm. Or did you feel No, I felt quite like, my grandma's still here. <laughs> like, nice. It was nice. I've had, I've at had... the same time, I was a bit like, it was, I was like, wow, like she's still here. But yeah. after it's gone, she's gone, isn't it? I'm like, oh. So I've, I've had it where, I remember we moved to um, Queensbury, like outskirts of Northwest London. That house we moved to, we were only there for a couple of years. But when we moved there, I think when I got in the, was it Queensbury or was it Ainsworth? No, it wasn't Ainsworth, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Queensbury, definitely that one, it was that one. When we got there, um, apparently I told my mum that when I went to sleep, I had like one of those, one of those beds, like I was at like 11, I had one of those beds where it's not like- bunk bed. It's a bunk bed, but not the bottom bunk. So it's just the top bit you click. And you got and like a bottom, desk at the bottom. At the desk or like a, yeah, seat, little, a chair or yeah, a sofa yeah. at the bottom I or something, right? No. Nah, you can't. It's, too, it's all single, <laughs> it's isn't so it? It's so sick though, isn't it? They are so dope. convenient for everything. They're dope, but it's a single bed, isn't it? So yeah. you can't, unless you find a double ones, which is like you build it into the house. You, but that's what I had, right? And I remember I, I was, the first week I was there or something, when we moved in, had that there. My mum told me, no, I remember this now that my mum told me this is what happened. I think I told her, that I had this dream where like this figure walked into the room and got to the end of the, and was just standing at the end of the bed while I'm in this, right? Couldn't see who the figure was, but I didn't feel worried or scared. It was like, it was quite a comforting one. And I think it was, I thought it might've been her who came in just to check up on me, but apparently it wasn't. Cause she said, nah, I was fine. They didn't come in at all. So the next day she had some of the people from her church come in and pray because she felt it could be a spirit that's over the house. Because I think the last person that lived there died. I think it's the same with this house. Yeah. Yeah. So the lady who lived in this house, her spirit's still in there. Yeah. Wow. So people go there to experience. Some people, like I was reading the reviews as well, because I think it's on like Airbnb or something, yeah. one of them ones. 
And people are like, yeah, we loved it. Yeah, this, this, and just see people conversating about, oh, did you experience this? Did you experience this? One guy was like, I don't experience anything. Yeah. And then one was like, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. I was like, nah. Oh, it's in Pontefract. Look at it, though. It's in Pontefract. Would you ever play the Luigi board? The, it's not Luigi, Luigi board. board. Luigi board. Luigi. 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 That's what it's called. It's, it's not, not a Luigi board. It's what, what, Luigi. What, 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 <laughs> I thought it was an Italian thing. <laughs> what was it called? It's called a Ouija board. Yeah. I want the Ouija board. I was a Luigi board. No, it's not a Luigi. Don't, bro, don't even Google that. Because I'm, te- I'm telling you this from now, I don't do none of that demon stuff. Yeah, Ouija don't boards. enter that stuff in nah, this man. world, man. Nah. Do you, do I, not... I think, do you believe that, though? Yes. No, I feel like if you tamper with that spirit, evil spirits evil and spirit, stuff, don't invite that into my house. We don't do Ouija boards. We already have by talking about it now. No, nah, but we like, haven't. We could talk Luigi's about things. Come in, bro. No, nah, we could talk about stuff. I'll bust your head open, bro. Don't be. <laughs> I don't mess with spirits and stuff. Mario, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hit Mario. Mario. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see Mario at the end of my day. <laughs> nah. Send us a sign. Let's go. We, I don't mess with Ouija boards, blood. It's not. I won't do it. No, what? I can't put it this way. I. If I hear that I'm with someone and she Ouija board, end the relationship. Ain't on it. Ain't on it. Bro, have you seen that Talk To Me on Netflix? Is it Talk To Me? Yeah, it's called Talk To Me. Mm. Oh my God, right. So I'm, I was bored last weekend or whenever there was. Yeah. It's like this hand and they touch it. Nice. And they go talk to me and these spirits nope. come up. And then they enter the body. Nope. Bro. Is it a documentary? No, it's a a movie. Watch it. Nope. Watch it. Bro, this is is how deep it is. mad. It's how deep it is to me. I don't like horror films. Right. I won't watch them. Won't watch them. I have seen a few, right? But on top of that, video games that are horror-based as well. Resident Evil? Don't play it. I played Resident Evil 2 when I was a kid. But have you played Resident Evil? On a VR. Have you played Resident Evil on a VR? You think I'm inviting that into my eyes? No. I I want that into my eyes. Seriously, you were shit. Do you know what? The Resident Evil, when I first, my missus bought me the VR set for the PlayStation. The first time I used it, thought it was sick. First game I ever played was Resident Evil. You never touched it again, innit? Fuck my life. It's scary. I've never <laughs> been. So, Miss has gone to bed, kids have gone to bed, and I thought, oh, I'll play a bit of Resident Evil, put it on, You're I'm playing. Idiot. I'm about 20 minutes in. Thing now, jumps out in your face. No, my, because you've got it on, my dog brushed past my leg. Yeah. Oh. I fucking threw this thing off my, whoa! <laughs> just my dog. Good. My dog just wanted to go out for a piss. Good. But yeah, because you've got the headphones on, you've got everything. And I literally remember that day, he just brushed past my leg. I went, the fuck? Good. Yeah, learn your lesson. I don't think I know. Lesson. I don't ever, his name's Ghost. Your dog's name is Ghost. Yeah, Serves you right. Yeah, but I've never, I've <laughs> never, I have right. not put that game on since. That was one it of is, the yeah, it is um, So one game yeah. I completed, I loved Alan Wake. Right, they got Alan Wake two that just come out. I so won it. I read the reviews. They said the levels of jump scares in this. I said, don't worry. I'll read the. I'll read the storyline. I'm not playing it. You see, Alan Wake. Alan Wake. I've never heard of it. So Alan Wake 2 came out. It's got like f- four out of five or five out of five stars. Alan Wake? Oh, bro. The first Alan Wake is phenomenal. You're a proper gamer, aren't you? Yes. It's about a guy who he's a story writer, but what he does is um, he doesn't realize the story he's writing when he, like in nighttime, he ends up being in the stories that he's written and he's a, a horror story writer. I suppose they made okay. a movie. Uh, it basically is like that a movie. Bro, the game... 
thing is, I don't like horror movies, but I like horror games. See, I don't like jumping and being scared. Like people like their heart palpitating. I don't enjoy that. Is that like a bull? Person? I don't know what that is, but it's a bit freaky. And do you know what's good about the game is that it's you have a you have a gun with limited amount of ammo, so but you can't, can't kill the people in the nighttime. You can't kill them until you use a light to to cut. They're like glitching and stuff. Sick. Now I played it in my old house where I had surround sound, and then I had the TV and. You could hear all of the whispering and stuff behind you on the surround sound. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, no. And you hear the wind when you're outside. And then these things come out of like the woods. They come up to you, running up to you. You can't even shoot them and kill them. You have to shine a light on them first. So mm -hmm. whatever the, the thing that protects them in the nighttime goes, and then you have to shoot them. And you have limited ammo. So you're like proper saving it. It's like I Am Legend. That sounds like a good game. Similar. <laughs> it's a very good game, but it was scary. And I don't know how I got through the first one. But then I did the second one when I saw it coming out. I didn't do it. I said, I saw the second one come out. I was like, all right, it's next gen. It's going to be PlayStation 5. You've also seen my TV in my living room. Oh, yeah. You've HD. also heard the surround down, right? HD 8K. Don't, don't downgrade me. Don't downgrade <laughs> me. Respect, respect my life, please. Sorry, that was a birthday present to myself. Respect my life. That TV is, is a TV. No, it's, you know a TV. it's a serious TV, right? And imagine that. And also, it's like the frame rate of it is smooth. So smoothness. And you've heard the sound that comes out of the TV in the soundbar and you want me to live here on my own and play that game. You're out of your mind. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Not doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's mad. That's absolutely bonkers. It's crazy. I've never heard of this game, to be fair. I don't mess with like dark spirits and stuff, man. I don't intentionally mess with. There are things in this world that, we can't, that we're, we're exposed to we don't even necessarily know. There are things that we, we're not aware of, like music we might listen to, that the, the artists, they're into some weird stuff, right? Mm. But... And you have to kind of be as discerning as you can to try and identify what it is that you're taking in. But when it comes to intentionally doing stuff like you said, Ouija board, nah, yeah. bro, never, brother. Bullet for that. Bullet. I don't never. believe it. I don't think it's bullshit anyway. When I don't deal with doppy. I don't deal with crosses. I don't deal with none of that foolishness, man. Not actual crosses, like like a, a Jesus peace cross. Yeah. Crosses <laughs> is like like badness and evilness and wildness. I don't deal with none of that. Negativity. And I don't know about that life. Not in it, bro. I don't play with that kind of stuff. The sleep paralysis stuff really scares me. Like playing with like going to a haunted house. I shot a film, um, Are We Dead Yet? Which is a comedy horror. Obviously when it's comedy horror, and I know the guy who directed it and wrote it and produced it. He's not that guy where he's involved in dark, deep, mm -hmm. demonic stuff, right? But he wrote a comedy horror, which is a spoof of the horror, right? And it was fun to do. One of the locations is in a haunted house. No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> type haunted house Stoke on Trent, right? This haunted house, it used to be an insane asylum, right? Um, I'll scroll down. Let me see if I could tell you the name of it. It is, <coughs> oh, it would have been so good at Staffordshire. So click on that. Seven most haunted places in Staffordshire. Go, scroll down. I'm it's not that one. There for a date, not so. there. I'm going to get a second date. <laughs> No, that's, that's not on Towers. Not that one. That is it. Bishton. Yo, I'm taking Hall? a girl there for a date. No, it's not oh, Bishton Hall. Scared the shit out of her. But yeah, nah, it's what it's somewhere instead. Type in Haunted House Staffordshire, then it will come up. Was it at Tamworth Castle? Tamworth Castle. Try Tamworth Castle, bro. Are you paying that prices to get? Nah, it's not that. Much. It's not Tamworth Castle. Sorry, Stafford Haunted House Staffordshire. Right. Basically, we shot. In there, and it was uh, it was a asylum for people who were clinically insane. Some people had died in there. They didn't get rid of everything when they when people were using it now for location. 
when you go upstairs, some of the beds are still there. I thought you said some of the bodies were still no, there. No, not the bodies, bro. <laughs> Have you ever been top hill? Ah, uh, right hand yeah. side, second row. Is that, is that down that one? Is it true? It's a Satanist church, yeah. Standing Hall. Oh. What oh. is? Clop Hill. Clop Hill. Where's that? Like, um, as I'm you go to towards Luton. Luton. It's not me, boy. Type, type Clop Hill. Hold on, but look at, before you do that, Standing Hall. Right. Looks like a wedding venue. They, they use it for wedding venue, bro. Doesn't look scary at all. Really. Nah, you say that. But this, that, you see that little outhouse there? Yeah. We filmed in that outhouse that's right next to it in Standing Hall. Yeah, Both the hall and that outhouse, scary and cold. No matter what time of the year it was, you go inside of all those buildings, freezing. Who's getting married there? Bro, They the, that, the thing is, no one goes upstairs. It's all on the downstairs bit. On, on the mansion there isn't bit. an upstairs. It looks like a bungalow. No, not that no, bit. The mansion. The big so that car. is that is the outhouse for the bungalow, the the side house they, for it. I've, Look at the top left one. Is that the the top left is the haunted one? That's that is the main building, but next to that building is that side building. Like so where, what they got this lovely building and they left that nastiness the outhouse. They didn't. Have that, they done well, that I, think, I don't know what the difference between the two is. I think where where all the people that were the, the nurses. Where they lived, I think it was in that building there. And where the patients were, were in the main building, the big one that you just saw. Right. That main building, put it this way. We, they would tell us, if you're going to go to the toilet, you've got to go in pairs. There was one time I needed to go to the toilet between takes, right? I had an hour lunch break. I drove back to my hotel. Hotel was half an hour drive. Yeah, I've done the same. I, I, I come went back. straight back. I'm not doodooing there. No way. You can catch me with my pants down in a haunted house and stand. I'd have done it outside, Rex. Is this standing hall you're looking at? This article, let me see. Eerie images taken inside abandoned mansion where flying knife struck most haunted presenter on the head. Is that Stanton Hall? Yeah. Must be a video, surely. Stanton Hall, Staffordshire. Yeah, we filmed Are We Dead Yet? Uh, the Living Dead, it's now called. Scroll down. We filmed that there. Yeah, bruv, I remember that hallway. That I remember that all too. Upstairs was creepy. Mad. That oh, it's there. You see that? That's the side house. That's the corridor of the side it house. Looks like the setting for like the Last of Us game. And it Bro, looks, it looks fucking mental. Yeah. And we filmed it there. That's the well, setting for the side there. house, huh? You have to stay there. You are out. Stay where? I'd have slept in the garden. He went to the. <laughs> I'd have slept outside in my car. Stay where? You're mad. Yeah, but can a ghost kill you? Say again. Can it kill you? Uh, give me a heart attack. Yeah. It'll get inside you something. That's what I don't know. People are scared of spirits and ghosts, but what? Harm can it actually do? It can. You can be. It can enter your. If you believe in that stuff, possession. Yeah, you can you, get possessed by it. Surely. Do you understand? Mess no. up with your mind. It could. No, no, bro, check that screen. That room we used oh, mobility screen. Yeah. Keep going. These are all in standard so that hall. Goes with well, the bro, they're, so they're the, to the gyms. Oh, okay, sick. no, those are not the gyms. Those are like the way you get like checked out, right? All oh, right, see. Bro, that was abandoned. So what I'm saying to you is, the rooms had a lot of this stuff still in there. So you're going in there and you're using it as a site location for a movie. But when they were ex like going around all the different rooms to see what was going on, a lot of the stuff had this in there. It's a good bench though. It's a bench where you get, bro, that uh, looks like a bench where you where they do a gynecology check. Uh, bro. Right. After all this, we're gonna have to change the subject because we can't end it on this and then we all leave and always gonna be home by himself. I'll be fine. <laughs> I have a Bible and I have my belief Google in God. I'm fine. Board. I will pray. <laughs> Luigi board will make I will him laugh. pray, bro. Don't play the Luigi board. Don't do that. I will pray, bro. And honestly, I'll be fine. But yeah, honestly, that, that hall was haunted. It was creepy. Yeah. We had to film at night. We had to film early in the morning at times. It was creepy. Have you ever gone to one of them fright nights or anything like that? 
No. Yeah. Do you know the scary stuff when you were growing up as a kid? Doing that My mum wasn't, in, she, she weren't on it. Halloween, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't do Halloween. I'm, I'm not about that. I'm not I about. I don't understand why people say yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I just think it's stupid. Not on it. Not on it. I don't, any of them demon yeah. evil stuff. I try, if I know it's intentionally based around that, I try my best not to do it. Yeah. And some people are like, yeah, well, you, you might be on this and on that. Bro, there are things that I don't know that is the way that it is. Like, for example, companies that might be branded in something. And I find out, if I find out, I'm like, yo. I ain't on that. Mm. But from I see something and I know it ain't for me because of where it's based in, Halloween, I know where that starts from. I ain't on it. I love the name. Do you know a name that I love? Salem. Because of Salem, the place. But the name Salem is a nice name. I can't name anything Salem because of the witch trials over there. I just won't do it. Do you see what I'm saying? I remember... It's not um, a nice name. Salem. Salem sounds like Satan. No, Salem. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's very like... I hear what you're saying. But I used to like it because of the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. I thought it was a nice name, Salem. Because it was a witch's cat. Exactly. I wouldn't, obviously I know I'm not going to do that, but yeah, <laughs> the name I, I thought was nice, but if I know it's attached to anything that's witch based, I'm not on it. I won't do it. Yeah, I'll stay yeah. away from all of that. So no I I Halloween for me is the most pointless, mm. shittest. You've been swearing a lot this podcast, I yeah. realise this. Yeah, what's up, man? You've been active, are you okay? Small man syndrome, probably. <laughs> is it, we're not allowed to swear? <laughs> don't know. You can, I'm just asking you, all right. Yeah. Oh. You didn't do it the Sometimes last I time. Don't I don't realise I do it. Because he gave him think. shit coffee. I've started to realise as well, <laughs> my kids do it and I've really got to stop. I know it's me. Wait, wait. My your, kids do it. Your kids swear now because Yeah, of because of me. I know, I'm so bad. I, I talk without realising I swear. To me, I know it offends people, but I'm thinking everyone heard a swear word. Brother. Yeah, but it would be one, funny when you were a little one would say that. No, there's one thing brother. I will not, I really try not swear in front of kids because they shouldn't be learning that language yeah, now. They shouldn't be doing it. Elderly people, I, I had an elderly person tell me if once was swearing and I kind of got annoyed because I'm thinking, you've heard more words than I have. It's not about hearing though. It's about how it makes you feel to hear. Like some words are so visceral. I know, but it depends what you're talking about. Like the words, like the F word, for example, yeah. it's not really offensive. It's how you use it. And if I use it in a sentence, is it offensive? They're like, oh yeah, language. I'm like, are you really offended? Or are you just trying to make a scene out of something? I, I hear what you're C saying. word, just very like, abusive. I, like I if I swore in front of someone's kids and said, yo, my son's here. I get that. I should have said that. But when like an elderly person says, oh, You've got no respect. No, no respect. I'm thinking you've heard this. Young people are still not to hear. Yeah, it doesn't mean they want to hear they it hear again. the words, right? They don't know the R word, the kids yet. They don't know the R Bro, word. I yet. hear you, but they don't so, want, it, no so wants to hear swearing I, that deep. Anyway, back to my kids. My, my son, Marino, top of the stairs. Daddy! <laughs> kid. Daddy! I was like, what? Daddy, what? Fuck you! <laughs> what the? What? And he runs upstairs, laughing his head off. He's three years he's, old. He's cute though, man. Three he's years so old, laughing his head off. I'm thinking, how do you even know we had to use that in a sense? Yeah, bro, you. How do you know? You felt. Because they're sponges, man. I feel so good. I do, and I feel so Nah, you felt. Because I know that weren't Dems. No. That was That's... definitely not Dems. And he did. Tell me Dems heard that and then and came up to you and said, I need to punch you in the face for teaching my son some words. Do you know what it is? We encourage it because I can't help but laugh when I hear my kids swear. And I'm trying to get mad and laugh at the same time. You have to. Have you out. heard a three-year-old say them words? It's, He's it's gonna, I've heard kids swear. It's, it's so funny. It's funny when I see it on social media, right, once. But then afterwards, I'm like, yo, that parent needs to sort that kid I out. I know. And it, kids, gonna, kids pick up. When you guys have kids, you'll see. They pick up anything. So you've got to be so, so careful. You have to be mad 
careful. I know, it's when they go to school and they say it. It's just and like, I'll be real with you, bro. The fact that he knew what context to say it in yeah. means you say it enough. Who are you saying it enough to? I don't think I'm at home enough. I don't even see my kids. I see them on like a Sunday. You are making yourself to sound like the worst dad ever. I'm not. My kids, I, have but kids. You know I never see them. You. And when I do see them, I teach them how to swear. No, I don't teach them how to swear. But they do. They pick up. <laughs> they pick up things so easily now. And mm. But yeah, they swear. I think you swore today about something. Oh my God. What? Me, yeah, bro, what sort, you say? So, I'm, I'm not going to say again, Sort Marina I could, I could sort you out. Laughing. I mean, they're going to, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's me. I'm a bad parent. I shouldn't teach my kids how to swear, but. <laughs> you're, you're. Imagine he swore the other day when I got, when we went out. Did he, did he, no, he took me to his room. He wanted to show me his dinosaurs. No, surprisingly, he didn't. Uh, he does. He but he it. did say this well, My daughter doesn't. He my daughter like, knows naughty words. My daughter knows naughty words. Because sometimes, I'll be honest. But she's innocent and sweet, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm going to say something really bad here. Okay. So story time, and I'm reading a book for the kids. Okay. Sometimes I feel like they're not paying attention. So I will say a little naughty word in the book. So they get they pay attention. This guy is grooming his kids <laughs> no, to learn how to swear. No, just to see if they're paying attention. You are teaching your kids to learn how to swear. My picks up on it and laughs because daddy has a naughty word. I was like, yes, it was a naughty word. Don't ever say that. But my son cracks up laughing. He finds it so funny because he knows the word. No wonder he wants to swear at you from the top of the stairs. It's hilarious. It's like you can sit there and yeah. <laughs> Kids are funny. I want to cut dad's this clip funny. up so much, but <laughs> I cut straight off the moon cup. There's no way well, I could do You've seen my this. son, right? You've seen how- He's cute and he's funny. Exactly. So when he swears, it's so more funny. Mick, all I'm hearing you say, it's like, if he was older, it's the equivalent of when he robs from the sweet shop, it's hilarious how he runs out the shop. <laughs> no, honestly, it's great. It's funny because he runs and he has his smile no, when he holds the chocolate I, in his hand. I don't know. Me personally, I don't, uh, he's going to learn it when he's older anyway, so. Yeah, when he's older, don't teach there's him it when he's three. There's some swear words and there's some really offensive words. He's never said anything. He might teach him, but tell him don't ever watch, say it. Watch when he sees his granddad and he goes, granddad, granddad, <laughs> top of the stair. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and how are you going to feel about that? I think my dad will laugh. Oh, my God. Oh, bro, if that happened in my household, man, oh, my God. Brother, that... My oh, no, my, my brother's son swore in front of our family household and he went to actually wash his mouth with a bar of soap. My Actual bar of soap. My, my nephew would get it. Yeah. From my brother, mm. probably me and my dad as well. Like he'll get it from all three of us. Like you're not getting away with saying F word or whatever. Not like, to my parents. My, my, my brother is quite lenient with like, especially his son, like if you step out of line, cause that's how we were raised. Yeah. Like, but do you think that's a way you say it? No. No, there's ways of saying it, right? Because if I was sitting at dinner table and I was As having a go at my son. There is not my, a single way as a three-year-old. And then my go son on. actually got mad at me and fuck you, dad. I'd be like, yo, hold on. I will slap him for that. What? But if he said it in a funny way, like a cheeky way. No. I would find it funny. Yeah, but you would. But imagine like you're with like other people. They'll be like, yo, what Mick, is this guy? I'm not a parent, right? But I feel like I have the right to say there is no right way for a three-year-old to swear hey, at fuck you. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's not got no, threats like, or anything. Yo, say it often, fuck you. The, the yeah. occasional <laughs> word. No, there's no I, occasional I, I, word. I find it funny. I do. I find it hilarious. I can't get mad when he swears. That's it's not like he does hilarious. all the time. I'm not saying I've got a son that swears constantly. The occasional word will come out and I find it hilarious. You piss him off. Bro. It's bad, isn't it? The word, the occasional word that comes out. 
should have been stamped out on the first occasion. When you have kids and they swear for the first time, you tell me no, if you don't I, find I hear funny. what you're saying. You like, will find you it can't hilarious. block them from picking up words that you might have said to, like, they could hear from other rooms. Or they even when you're watching something on telly and then it just comes up. Mm. I get that. But when it happens, you can't embolden him by but laughing. I, going, feel, That's like, funny. I, I feel like they learn more worse things like school and stuff. Not at three. Bro, I'll, I don't think my son learned fuck you at school. I'll probably, you probably did. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if they can work iPads and TVs and all that, I think they can learn fuck you. I think that's <laughs> like, definitely me and Demi arguing or something like that. But no, I know what you're saying. They do learn a lot of irrelevant stuff at school. And I'm not there saying I promote swearing to children. I just find it funny when my three-year-old son does it. Hilarious. Dude, I'm sorry. I think it's, it's so it's funny. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. Yeah, I can't stop but laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, if... Um, you want to report <laughs> anyone on this podcast? <laughs> just know we all don't raise. I don't have kids. So. I don't have kids, yeah. so uh, report all you want. I'm not saying you should. <laughs> I'm not saying you should report anyone. I'm saying if it does happen that you go, I feel like I need to make a call. Just know it's not all of us that do this. Okay, <laughs> Mick, man, you kill me, bro. Luigi board. Yeah, nah, you're funny, it. bruv. All right, let's wrap this up. I'm tired. Oh, I'm sorry for it starting a bit later, and so is Trudge. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. What time is it now? Like... David, say the time. Let me just see you. Because I mean, my food oh, wow. alarm went off like an hour ago. Probably. All right, yeah, let's wrap this up. We are we are on time on that one. Before I wrap it up, I just want to say real quick, thank you. Big shout out to everybody that over this past weekend uh, followed me. I got new a batch of new followers. On all my platforms. Tell them to out. follow me as well. Man's got an album coming up. Can I make this about me first? Come right? on. It's always about you and your... Bro. You, you are mean... on always podcast, you know that. Fam. You know you're a guest. Banta. It's my logo Fuck right you. Right yeah, you're <laughs> <a guest. laughs> it's my logo right there. Thank you. Right, yeah? Can I just finish at least bigging myself up? I'll, I'll throw you some followers. Yo, can you shout out to my mom? Yeah, yeah shout right. out to my mom out as well. Before I even and say, his kid. Imagine I'm saying thank you to yeah, people. And his kid. Yeah, bro, why you're thanking yeah, them? And, and tell kid. them about me, innit? Insight, insight, insight. Yo, yo. yo. Posting, hey, listen, listen. Right, I'm, I'm saying thank you, right? He's interrupting. Okay. Ignore him for a second. Right? And his music's terrible anyway. But oh, <laughs> I'm jokes. joking. I'm joking. It's calm. Your music's dope, actually. Thank you. Right? Um... Thank you to all the new followers that follow me. I had like two videos that went crazy viral, which I wasn't expecting to. I was just putting out comedy content and all of a sudden a batch of new followers, people buying tickets. Um, because of the new followers and the tickets that were sold over the weekend, we sold uh, like, I got to do the final count, but it's north of 500 tickets in two days Smash for the tour. That's sick, right? And I'm not somebody who's sitting there chasing the ticket sales, um, by doing the content and say, come and chase. I just want people to get content if they want to come and see me, they, they do. So I'm just happy they want to. Mm. Uh, the London show sold out. And because of that, I got a look at maybe in the, uh, adding some more dates. Then we had requests to go to different parts of the world to do comedy, which I'm going to check out and see where we can do and how I can fit that in logistically. Parts of the States, um, parts of Australia, New Zealand, UAE, parts of Europe. I got to sit down with my team to figure out what we do. But thank you. And at least you've given me that battery in my back to say, we got to get this done because I weren't looking like it was going to be the case, but now it looks like it is. We'll see what happens. So thank you lot. Big up. Um, yeah. Want to get tickets to the Orator Tour for whatever's left. Remember the tickets are flying. Go to allrestyler.co.uk. The Orator Tour starts in February and it will go on 
It was going to end in May. It's going to go past that. So keep your eyes out and keep your eyes peeled for what announcements we have. Uh, subscribe to allrestarter.co.uk. On the website, you get the mail outs as to what the updates are. Them updates will let you know the merchandise when that drops, the new dates of tour tickets, uh, and some secret info that I'm not allowed to say yet that I did confirm today, which I want to announce, but I got to wait until uh, the whole team sync the announcement. So that's what I wanted to say for that bit. Already started at Code EK for the Orator Tour tickets and for the previews that are coming up as well. I've got one preview with my boy, Kevin J. That's happening on the 6th of December. I've got one in Scotland, which is on the 2nd of December uh, in Edinburgh. I've got one more in London in January. I think it's the 25th of January before we go on the road for touring. If you want to come see the shows for Dirt Cheap, you can do uh, to see me formulate the shows. I could do with the feedback as well. So big up. Yeah, that's that, man. Uh, other than that, uh, respectfully. But before we bounce out, Malice, tell them, how can they follow you and tell them what you got going on? Follow me on D-Malice on everything. Or yeah. D-Malice on Instagram, Facebook, TikToks and whatnot. Um, I'm just working Plenty on a... Plenty of fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of no fish. <laughs> None of that. None of that. That would be government name anyway. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair news. But yeah, go on. Um, yeah, working on loads of music, um, working on an album for next year. Malice is back, like I said. Hey. And, you know, like three and a half years from no music. And, yeah, hopefully more gigs as well. I've got my residencies in London. So, yeah, if you want to come by, have a chilled vibe in the Shard and... Man, you know stepping levels up <laughs> you get me man come link me in the come, shard you yeah aqua shard yeah. that's that's me that's my spot sick say no more right <laughs> mick damiano you right. oh tell him about your your new um kindergarten that you're opening up <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone's gonna be no kids to that <laughs> no nah, i think you can get some real followers from me, yeah new clients definitely. from this I'm definitely podcast gonna get alone. some more abuse on this podcast <laughs> yeah mean, that's why you invite me on here now but now nah, again pleasure to be here pleasure to be here with you uh, as you know i don't get out much all i do is just work i'm a slave to my trade so to get out it's like a day out chatting with the lads so i've been enjoyed hey. it one of my best mates and all as well Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, even though it's true, it hurt how he said it, you know. Yeah. I, one of my best mates. And Ori's here, here as well, you know. It's, nah, I feel that. Because, because, you're not 20s The first thing I said, I said, when real friends, they always like big you up and yeah, yeah, like yeah. he does but you put I big you down up. don't do that I big you down up and I big you up I don't put you down <laughs> I put you down any further you'll become you put me down to my face but when you're at like, I've seen it it's, you yeah, to your face up. that's exactly what I do Every, yeah, yeah. I big you up everywhere else so you I should do. shut up I respect you loads you respect yeah. me we'll big up thank you so much for having us as a guest again alright Trudge talk to me what's good not much not much at all what about, what's going on with you? Oh yeah, nah, same old. Oh yeah, sorry, hi, I'm here. <laughs> doghouse, blood, come on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so we had the, um, one of our doghouse nights, uh, Saturday night, uh, we had about a room full of like 85 people, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, it was good, really, really good. Next one? Um, next one is 16th of December. By the way, I just wanna say a massive shout out to Darren Griffiths, by the way, unbelievable comic. Yeah. Unbelievable, honestly. My brother, yeah, big man. up Darren, man. So sick. Um, but yeah, next one, 16th of December. Um, yeah, hopefully we should, have our best one yet because obviously Christmas and that so that's kind of what you I'm... put the lineup for it yet nah well we've got a couple we've got a couple of acts so at the minute it's looking not stacked so you know we've got uh, we've got a guy called Mad Ron yeah um, I know Mad Ron yeah I've heard good things I think Tom's been trying to get on him for a while uh, we've got Moose in back uh, again 
And Muslim might it. as well just be your resident. No, no, genuinely. He, he messaged me literally as soon as that gig finished. I said, bro, get me back in that room. Like, you're, booked, you're, already booked, in. you're booked in for the 16th, bro. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he might as well be the resident, man. Muslim loves to, to graft. I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. But that's it, man. Um, that's, that's me at the minute. Okay, I might, I might try. I was gonna try to go to the last one, but I couldn't. I had so much work to do. Nah, that's cool, man. But I might go to the next one. I love my yeah, people yeah. all busy, you know. Oh, bro, I love it too. Do you know what? Being around here, I said this to to you in the shop. I think you were there as well, actually. No, no, this time he wasn't. It was um, it was it was that prophecy. seven thirty in the morning? Haircut. Nah, nah, not there. It was when prophecy was there, <laughs> right? Like the amount of people that I've I talked to in this area where and everyone's doing something. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. We're all around the same age, we're all doing something specific, right? And a lot of the people that are doing what they do, either they work for someone else, but they got their thing going on, their side hustle, or whatever their main hustle is, it's their business. And you see a lot of different individuals that are doing that. And I like that. And I'm trying to keep everyone like together in a way where where not like I'm the glue at all, mm. but because I've been talking to everybody, it's just reminding everyone, yo, check in with everybody else mm. who's doing what they're doing because you'll be surprised. We all kind of get comfortable in our own zones. Yeah, 100%. But everybody is active. So there could be a, a we got, I'll figure it out, man. I might do a night where I just say, hey, who's up for bowling? And all the man them from the area just come out and go bowling or something. That'd be a funny night. That'll be dope. That would be a funny That'll be dope. And the only thing you have to bring is yourself. You can leave family, wives, partners at home if you want to just so the guys could buck up and have like a guy's night and just remi- remind each other what everyone else is doing because like bro for me anytime i know i said it to trudge when trudge was looking for a new barber i was like mick you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like djs when someone needs a dj up here i'm like all right there's malice in. there's prophecy <laughs> but what is now she's in london yeah you're right but i'm you're saying right, if you need right. local she'll come up but yeah, i could say yo malice i could say prophecy um even shout out to Caleb. Caleb was showing me about the cryohub stuff. I want to try and get into that just to see what that's like, or if he needs to do a car valet or so on. You work on cars as well. There's like yeah, so many different businesses as well. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's so many people that got little businesses and side hustles and stuff that you can throw there together. So, yeah. What's his car? No, he's yeah. not asking. Brother, I'll be honest, I have not had my car washed in. I can tell because once you posted it on social media that about your car and it being dirty and then you took it to the five pound, 10 pound wash, I was just like, good luck. I get it valeted once in a blue moon. Don't like me though. But no, bro, every time I phoned you for anything, how busy have you been? The oh, sorry, man, can't ask. I'm at the oh, gym right now. So, bro. It's the once you've called me. No, that's not true. It's that right. is twice, not okay. True. When you want me to come on the podcast. That is not I true. I had a phone call say, yo, Malice. Bro, if I go in my WhatsApp and see if I've tried to boost him to give him encouragement about how he needs to get back into music, right? If I find that I right did now, on Instagram, I, oh, okay. No, thank I'm, you I'm, very, all right. Thank okay. you very much. Talking about- Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So if I, I check in on people, you know, bro, even you one time said, you don't want to check for me other than Barbara and so on. So I said, fine, watch what I do. And now he doesn't stop fucking. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. You asked me for stuff. Like, I'll check say, in on The whole bowling things, I'm up for that because obviously everyone's like, communications via social media and stuff. And it's like very alienated. So it's yeah. nice to meet people. I haven't met some people from here. Like Bedford's not exactly like a massive place. No, it's it's not massive, but there's so many people that have now moved this, up here. Bro, people that are here that have started their own thing. Exactly. There's like so many like talented people. I was just speaking to someone, sorry to go on, but I, go on. I was speaking to someone like, you know, the EZ video I posted the other day. I don't know if you yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, when, when you played like, your tune, yeah. Bro, he's only ever played two funky songs really. And they're both from Bedford, man. Who's the other one? Me and Little Silver. Oh, shouts to Silver, man. Yeah, big. yeah, big up, big up to Little Silver because he's doing bits. 
Yeah. So yeah. How is still? I've not I've not seen. It's cool. I haven't seen him for a while because he was he worked on obviously his album and stuff and. Fortunately, everyone just gets busy and goes into their own lanes and focusing on mm. their own things, isn't it? But yeah, we we check in stuff. I think like. it was you who told me he was up here. I didn't know he was up here. I know Silver from that the back in the day with the music and, and funkier and yeah, stuff. Yeah, not like a tight regiment, but yeah. I was active in terms. Of I was a host for like a lot of club nights for the university scene, and you'd buck up with these band and be like, "Yo, Wagwa, what are you saying?" And so yeah. you told me he was from up here. I had yeah. no idea. Just the amount of people that are up here now, it's, it's wild. Because yeah, no one wants to pay to live in London either. So. Well, that's a mad thing, yeah. It's just... Mad thing. I'm not doing that. I'm not going back there to live. Bro, why do you think I never moved to London? Everyone always used to say to me, oh, why don't you, where do you come to Because I like to be able to afford my, my mortgage or I'd rent. I'd rather drive an hour. Like, what is that? Fam. It's not even an hour. Yeah, it's, it's not close. Hour. It's close. And I'm always down there. And I come back home. Exactly. When I come back home, I, I can switch off. I can record a podcast in a yeah. converted studio yeah. that doesn't cost me an arm and a leg. Do you feel like a bed 40 now? Not real. <laughs> you not look like one. How? What does Bed 40 look like? Got a sharp beard line. That's, well, that's everyone. Because I make everyone look. <laughs> does it like, does it like taste like tomato Sick. paste when you kiss his bum cheeks? Is it like, <laughs> is it like Italian? Support, bruv, it's support. It, the way you did bromance, that. Bromance. You like a Bed 40 white, you got a yeah, sharp beard. Really? I don't know. Jordan did it anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Bed 40 did anyway, isn't it? I'm, I'm not, well, I'm not there yet. I've, I've been, bro, I've been a Londoner 32, 33 years. 32 years? 33 years? So it's going to take a while before I start feeling Are like Are you still in a bubble? What? Because I feel like London is, in, no offence to London's, but they're in like nothing evolves around outside of London, isn't it? You're going to offend a lot of people. Bro, that's fine. Everyone always... Yeah, but you but, can say because you're from London. No, but I was okay. just like, there is a world outside of London. Like, you're like, oh, so far. I'm like, what's an hour? Do you know why they say that? It's because they're so used to... An hour of driving for them is to get from West London to Northwest London during traffic. An hour of driving for us to get from where we are mm. now to somewhere that's an hour away is Bedford to London, London, Bedford to Birmingham. Um, well, hour and 20 <laughs> to Birmingham or Coventry, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. It's an hour drive. An hour drive for us could be 50, 60 miles. An hour drive in London could be 10, right. seven. So that for anything that's far, they hear the number that like, oh, it's far. Yeah. Plus they got everything already next to each other. They're so used to getting up and going corner shop, it's open. Yeah. You go to that shop, it's open. Not nowadays though. In London. Bro, yes. I'm in London like every week yet. Yeah? I see all these shops that I used to see open the shop. They're open. Apart Bro. from Woody's, like it's the only place that's oh, open. like food shops. Sam's is until two, three in the morning. I Pepe's. can't, I can't, I don't look at those things that man has to do. Like, they do grilled chicken and, and rice yeah, boxes yeah. as well. So it's cooked, it? What happens to thanking everyone? We were, we were finishing and now we've got like podcast part two now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all right, it's all right. I mean, you can cut it from there anyway. <laughs> All right, we're out, man. Respect the podcast. <laughs> Follow us on all socials at Respect for the Pod. <laughs> and, and, and Luigi Woods. And if you're going to do, no, fun, if you're going to do anything, uh, don't raise your kids to swear all the time. Luigi Woods, I can't <laughs> go over don't that. don't do Luigi Woods. Forget all of that stuff. All right, we're out. Peace. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs>